1: Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Ari Linux. Shout out to all the friends in the friend zone.
2: Today's episode of the friend zone is brought to you by Audible. Listening is a better way to binge content you love while doing the things you love. Audible's selection of audiobooks is unmatched anywhere. You will find what you're looking for. For a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial, go to audible.com/friend or text FRIEND to 500-500. Welcome to the friend
0: zone.
1: Every time I'm in the zone.
2: My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as
3: Hey Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone.
1: Listen. Lauren Hill was saying that after you had
0: done the set, a vocal session and you had left mm-hmm. and I
3: don't know if it was a rose it's still a rose but something like that she said she went into the booth and she said it smelled like church huh. it was pure and full of energy and what does church smell like?
1: <laughs> wait <laughs> you going to stop it right there? why are you stopping before she answered?
3: I decided to stop it right there <laughs> you going stop? Because Aretha Franklin decided to stop it right there, okay? With her response to that ridiculous offering that that reporter said to her. First of all, as we do every week, we always pull something nourishing (laughs) and enriching to our soul from these clips. This week, we are paying homage to none other than the great and the only, the original Aretha The Franklin, Okay. okay? And so, I would like to let the record reflect that she was being interviewed. And the interviewer was asking her, apparently this was after Aretha had worked with Lauren Hill, who produced A Rose is Still A Rose, Aretha's Single. And she said, I guess Lauren Hill said something stupid about the vocal booth smelling like church after Aretha left out. Which, you know, comedians do with that what you will, because I know my first reaction to that information. However, she, when, she, the, when the uh, reporter said that to Aretha, you could see on her face that she was obviously unsettled. <laughs> little uncomfortable, a little thrown off, you know what I mean? And so she responded by saying, "Mm, what does church smell like? (laughs) You see how a hush fell over the room?
1: Because it brings you back
3: to the original question of, why are you asking me that in the first place? That's ridiculous. How am I supposed to respond? Why are you putting me in a position to figure all of this out? (laughs) And I just personally feel like, This is applicable to our daily lives as we go forward day by day, engaging, interacting with so many different people, so many different personalities. It's such a colorful world, right?
1: (laughs) And obviously she was figuratively speaking.
3: She was figuratively speaking, but Aretha was not. (laughs) (laughs) And so when Aretha really got straight to the middle, to the center of that target right there, it just was inspirational to me. And it was a way to really cut through the bullshit. You know what I mean? So in honor of Aretha, the hashtag this week, you know, we're going to keep honoring her. Yes. So be ke- get used to it. Get familiar. We're <laughs> going to keep talking about Aretha. Um, but one of the things that I would like to do is open this podcast using the hot hashtag moment to dedicate my homage to Aretha and use her phrase when she said, what does church smell like? Because when people ask you something silly, you ask them a question back To let them realize how silly what they said was. And then everyone's done having their time wasted. So that's just pretty much Mm. simple and self-explanatory. And with that being said, and most importantly understood, I would also like to take the time to get rid of a couple of (laughs) QTNAs, which are questions that need answers and also questions that niggas is asking. Y'all ready? Yes. Let's do it. Question one. Question one. Will Cardi Cardiff be, will her next feat of success be an Olympic gold medal <laughs>
1: what?
3: for discus or shoe throw? <laughs> first question. Okay. Question two.
2: Let's see where this is going.
3: Will radio personality? <laughs> oh my God. Wanda oh. Smith. Oh my God. Actually, pull through and get the lead in the upcoming Luther Vandross on Strong Ice play that's coming to Broadway. Luther Vandross on Ice. Is Wanda Smith going to get the lead? There you go. Question Something
2: on Ice for you. Three.
3: (laughs) Will Jan LeVanzant invite Rectangular Ra Ali? Wow, to be a guest on her show so that we can see the fist fight that we have all touch, been waiting on. Like, that's
2: how always, like, waiting. Now, that's a
3: fight, Ian and Riley boxing it out. I'm here to see Rashida.
2: That. You are a she-hawk, mm-hmm. In your attitude. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I can only imagine. Little girl. Well, Little girl. <laughs> that's
1: if you <laughs> I'm not going to
3: make you do a that. Mm-hmm. She called her, bitch, you a gutter, gutter. She didn't even know what it was. Point is, those are the questions. And with those being asked and most importantly understood, I do want to take this time to welcome everybody to the Friend Zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell, hell. wants a musty brain? I know I don't. I know you guys don't. I know the listeners don't. I know even some of you stinking brain motherfuckers who got them don't. But we're moving forward. Hey,
1: friend. Hey, Dustin. How you doing? I'm good. That's so good to hear. How was your weekend? My weekend well, yeah, was good. It was really good.
3: Um, I was so blessed and excited to be um, a participant on a panel discussion
1: in Atlanta. Let's
3: get into this. First of all,
1: how was it being on the panel with Black?
3: It was great. Um, Shout out to Beats by Dre. They took really good care of me this weekend. Um uh Black and I actually sit next to each other on the panel, so that was dope because I was able to like directly engage. Right. Um Nideska from Everyday Struggle moderated the panel. She was funny and you know she if you watch Everyday Struggle, you know her personality. Right. If you're listening to this show, you know cut. mine. So right. you know that I was making her blush and laugh, so it was funny. <laughs> um Shout out to Mandy. Um, She did her thing. Um, And I thank her because she was actually the way I was introduced to the panel. Right. Um, And shout out to Passport Cuddy. Also, shout out to Justice, one of Black's managers. And ultimate shout out goes to, as I like to call her, Jet Black, who is Black's mom. She came (laughs) up to me um, after the panel and she was such a sweetheart and it was so nice to meet her. So, really dope opportunity.
1: I heard you were... Hilarious. Thank you so much. <laughs> you had the crowd in stitches. Thank
3: you. It was great. I love laughing. So we was laughing as a family that night. Um and his album is so dope. So shout out to his album, East Atlanta yes. Love Letter. Check that it out. It is it's so phenomenal. good, I've, yes.
1: had, I've had um the song Switch. On. Yeah, yeah, no, I Switch. Song. Yeah. Hey. hey. I have had that on um, That's the key. jam. Yes. I can't stop
3: playing it. I love the whole That shit. is the jam.
1: Hey, shout out to Light Skin
2: Keisha on the project. She's she the one doing the talking. Her interludes okay. so I love her. Good. She is funny as Fuck, and that's how I first started listening to her because she was an interlude on somebody else's project. No, she's
1: really music. good at interludes, and she's
2: really yeah. good at rapping too. But we'll come back I to need that. To listen to her because okay. I was
1: I, I thought it was Dreesey for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. know, but now that you're saying that, I'm like, okay, I definitely got to look up her project. They
3: both got that heavy husky tone of their voices, but I love everything she was saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was in the
1: shower like, who
3: is that? You, that's why you was like,
1: yes, church. Right? And then
3: it's like Show. the interludes or the transitions, rather, that she that she, she basically narrates the album. Right, Right. So those transitions are immediately followed by a good ass beat So it's like you're in deep thought based on what she's saying And then the beat comes on and you end up looking like that Jay-Z GIF Where he's like (laughs) nodding his head like and still in thought So it's just a great experience So I was very happy to be a part of that Then I looped around to see everybody who was so gorgeous in Toronto At the Friend Zone Live Thank you so much to everybody that showed up Especially Marlon Palmer from the Extra Gravy Podcast. Yes. Um, Shout out
1: to that dude, McFly. Yes.
3: Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. And his reflections on life in Toronto. It was, oh my great. God. It was yes. good to have an so insider perspective
2: on stage.
1: You know, that was one. I'd have to say, that was one of my favorite of our live shows. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It was I, a good time. It
1: was just good. I yeah. think having him on stage with us and being able to, uh, compare and contrast the American black experience and the Canadian black experience and the jokes we were talking about being from the Caribbean, the the slang, the the fashion, the food, just like everyday culture. It was so (laughs) fun. It was the bomb. And the audience we have to give it up to the audience. Yes. I thought they were fucking Everybody
2: hilarious. was repping. They said it all times. Yelling
1: at us. Like, you know, in funny ways, obviously. Yes. and And kind of being in on the jokes and engaging. It was really, really fun.
2: Everybody
3: was in good spirits. So, you know, I love a lively crowd.
1: Yes, that's why I love it yes. so much. It was a great
3: time. So, that was my weekend. So, tell me what everything I missed with you guys.
1: I mean, that was pretty much my weekend, too. Okay. Um, yeah, Saturday we had the show in Toronto. And then Sunday I... have Literally when we landed, I like went home, ate a little bit, took a shower, and then went to Crystal's house so that we could live tweet um, <laughs> and secure, which is so good, right?
2: Oh my so god. Fucking <sighs> delicious. It is
1: so good. I'm actually really sad that the zone is. They're running out of my mouth.
3: man it was so funny
1: it's only one episode left I can't believe it
2: Mm -hmm. I can't believe it I know I'm not ready
1: I know it sucks but you know what this was a great season and it got renewed for season 4 which is a good thing I hope next
2: season is a little longer
1: they said that it's not I know. I know. Francis <laughs> tweeted like three times. Don't ask me to make longer episodes. I know. I know they happening. don't
2: want to, but I just wish that they would.
1: I know, right? Well, I hope we end up or,
3: getting a movie out of or
2: this. Or shit, you know what? They need to add an after show, like an actual after show slot of like of something good, like. But it needs to be insecure related and good. That's all, that's all Because you know Afterwards it's kind of like Damn that's it Like y'all just gonna Leave me like
1: no, that No because like... afterwards Insecurity drops At 11pm Boom. Boom. Oh, Boom So then you know Boom. I need to
2: go on hamper. play on that again I be sitting right there With y'all asses I know
1: You literally like Hear the episode right. <laughs> Cause
2: y'all sit there And be like Ah, ah And saying y'all knew it And shit no, because your but, ass
1: be knowing, friend. I know you know, Fran be knowing that's the hashtag, uh-huh. but <laughs> it's a good ass uh, season. I'm happy that they're coming back. So, they so many cliffhangers, I'm sure they're gonna leave us with. Shout out to Lawrence Hive,
3: <laughs> shout out okay. to Lawrence Hive, and shout out to that shirt Lawrence had on in this episode that polo the shirt church,
1: when he was in church.
3: No, it was it after church, maybe it was at no, he when he was walking with that lady. It looked like Old Faith Evans oh. after church. He, the shirt was like navy, and it had like that brighter blue through the middle. Oh yeah. the yes, red yes, shirt, yes. That was a badass mm-hmm. shirt. I was, I, look, I looked at that shirt. I was like, I wonder where he got that damn shirt. That <laughs> shirt was bad. Shout out to the ward. The wardrobe was dropping the world.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. Will. <laughs>
2: The music has also been on point. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes, it has. As usual. Everybody has been on point.
1: Kansas.
2: <laughs> yes, it has been jamming. <laughs> you know what? With that said, are y'all ready to get this episode started? Let's jump into
1: this episode. So on last week's episode, we had Ari Lennon. Ari Lennon. Is. First of all, can we talk about how fucking cute she is? Her Amazing. voice. And just her sense of humor. I know you guys have been watching her live ever since.
2: She's <laughs> she was so on the funny. F- she
1: is. Okay. If you have not followed Ari's uh, Instagram, it's just Ari Lennox is her name. You have to follow her because she goes on live. out. It's almost daily, mm-hmm. I think, or like every couple days. Mm-hmm. And she is hysterical. Hysterical. Like someone needs to put her in a movie. For real. She had me dead and I was commenting. She was like, Uh-oh, friend. She was like, Welcome to the madness. And
2: it's, it's, so, it's so funny that she says she's not into acting, but she is She
1: absolutely she's comedy, like pure be. comedy.
3: She's so Funny on oh. her live, like I crack up laughing.
1: Love her. You guys were saying she felt like she was a fourth host, and y- y'all are excited for her to come back. So, you know she'll be back at some point, okay. especially since she's in New York now. But as always, you guys had a lot to say about the episode. <laughs> Who stood out to you, Asante?
2: There are actually a couple of people that I wanted to shout out. <laughs> Why you gotta um, say it, Petty?
1: It's
3: actually a couple <laughs> of people
2: because you know I gotta put put on that little
1: tone. <laughs>
2: Um we actually had somebody send in uh an email about mukbang. How do you say
1: it? I think it's mukbang.
2: Mukbang? It sounds like a cuss
3: word. <laughs> I'm always uncomfortable saying cuz I feel like I'm cussing in a different language. <laughs> Yeah, tell mukbang. I ain't said got no mukbang and mukbang. Oh, mukbang looking
2: mukbang. Oh, I wish I remember
1: cause someone, uh, remember someone tweeted mm. us the breakdown of what it means. But yeah, I they, well, they right
2: emailed, now. well, somebody emailed, but I don't know how to say their name. So shout out to you for the email. So it's not the sound that the food makes muck when you're bong. crunching. They said, no, the I thought words. that's what it They meant. said muck it's bong. Korean for eating room. And the tr- literal translation is, and, uh, Mukda is to eat, and Bong is room. So,
1: oh, maybe that's who sent the tweet, yeah. too. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love when y'all do that.
2: Yeah, maybe. so shout out to you for sending in that email and putting us up on gang. Right. And I also wanted to give a shout out to Kristen, who said, love this week's episode. She said... uh <laughs> Oh, sorry, Kristen. She told me to make up a name and I already ruined it. Anyway, she said that the dead. Q- No, this is funny, though. She said, Q T N A this week had me dead. I, too, believe that Reese Witherspoon and Eve look alike. And let me tell y'all, I thought that was funny. So when she said that, because I was like, no, they don't. And so I had to read that part and it took me out. But then <laughs> under further reading, she said, let me tell y'all, I almost crashed my car when Dustin asked if... Sampa's baby Sampa's baby <laughs> will cry like the milk is too hot I mean <laughs> She said, I made the noise while I was driving and lost it. Just wanted to say thank you for an amazing episode. And Ari Lennox has a new fan. I love her voice. Yay. And she seems so down to earth. She Much really love from was. San Diego. And hope to see y'all live one day. I hope to see y'all live out there in San Diego, too. And speaking of live, you will also be able to see us coming up in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right.
1: Friday, October 5th. Don't
2: forget to get tickets at Friendzonelive.com. Live on ten five,
3: baby.
1: Yay. And then
3: next weekend, you can catch us in Seattle.
1: Oh, my God. We are back to back to back. Okay.
2: Yep. And that's October 13th. Backing it up. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to do this right
1: there. <laughs> so,
2: again, that's October 13th. You can catch us in Seattle. And, again, that's at thefriendzonelive.com. You can get tickets. T- and then t- Birmingham,
1: tickets. Alabama.
2: Okay. That's Magic City Classic, baby. Man, we got so many things happening. I can't wait. Yes, it's city amazing. Fun. What a wholesome Magic City that'll be, too. <laughs> oh, my Right? God. Sure. Right. <laughs> well, it's the Magic City Classic, so it's going to be wholesome regardless, right? It right. ain't the other Magic City. Oh. The which one is w- classic in its own w- right. Which is absolutely a classic. And left,
3: because usually they go in two different directions. <laughs>
2: Um that is all I found. What about you, friend? What did you find in the SoundCloud streets?
1: So Nikki M U A hit me on. I'm actually dipping into Miss the Nikki Instagram DMs, y'all. Ooh, okay. It's
2: going down Ooh. in the deal. Hey. Some new they go turf down, for us. They go down.
1: So, Nikki said, OMG, I'm listening to the episode right now, and I met my boyfriend on Plenty of Fish, too. Hey! See? And we've been together for six years and have a three-year-old. See? I used to be really embarrassed about it. She right? So, that's cute because Ari was saying that she met her ex on Plenty of Fish. So, apparently, apps is where it's at. There ain't
3: nothing wrong with that. I've just always been thrown off by the title.
1: Plenty of fish Yeah oh. like look at somebody
3: Like you think <laughs> oh about God. What the fish market smell Like when you go in <laughs> oh there And like, like plenty of fish You're like Do I really want one of these stinking motherfuckers To be calling <laughs> me I don't know. It just always well, threw me yeah, though, off. it's
2: plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs>
3: chicken in the sea. You know, it just, I don't know. Is
1: this chicken or fish? This,
3: it's me. It's me, though. It's, I know.
1: I'm dead. But that's it. That's all I got from the Instagram DMs. What about you, Dustin? Would you find on these Twitter streets?
3: Okay, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Jack A. Harry. Oh, who, yeah. The one and only legendary iconic television and film actress, because you know she wore the Brewster place out. But anyway, um, she tweeted celebrating 33 years of 227 and then wow, put in parentheses really? and residual checks. Okay. And she accompanied it with this video, which sounds a little something like this. Mary, 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 this is a disaster. I'm making a fool of myself. Did I say something
0: wrong? And just multiple, multiple Mary.
3: occasions of her saying Mary, which is what we loved. Um, from that I also want to give a shout out to um iconic whore b b-e-y that's what the twitter address okay. is oh and I it ain't like, got, nothing it just, and it really got nothing to do with me it just that's what they said it really don't got
2: nothing to do with b but we'll talk about that later so what are
3: these emoji things called that everybody's doing now memoji okay the Memoji. Oh so you gosh. know everybody's been making They're them funny. Of, like all I was these playing different around with
1: mine. I gotta show y'all mine <laughs> oh you got that no 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 that you know? No, if you have the X, you can oh, download
3: it. <laughs> so one of the um somebody did one of this moment from Wendy Williams, and I thought it was hilarious. Oh my gosh! Um, you know, uh,
2: uh, costume contest. We do it every year, so it a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress. No,
0: no, no.
2: Look,
3: look, look, friend <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
3: <my God. laughs> I mean the creativity. You know we always pull something good. Oh so the I mere fact that they were
2: <laughs> so the mere fact I cannot believe that's to when you chose.
3: So me. the oh mere fact God. that <laughs> that happened, <laughs> <laughs> like I just how
2: many retweets likes is that? Wait, let me look.
3: Tons. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can find it at Iconic Core B And then somebody, of course, quoted it and said, I "Why like, did I automatically like, think of us?" Oh doesn't? my God! Then I want to give a, a huge <laughs> the shout hair, out. <laughs> Wasn't that like? I want to give a huge shout out to friend of the show, and we haven't visited Carrie's corner in quite some oh my time. God. But I want to give yes. a huge shout out to Carrie who made this one. My whole um, and Gary tweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: still can't.
0: Breathe. If you're a mama and you ain't got your baby, <laughs> and your mama got your baby,
2: then you're not the mama. Your grandma the baby.
3: And it looks just like Jocelyn.
1: And the fact she retweeted it. She retweeted it, like
3: (laughs) laughing, a whole bunch of crying, laughing emojis. So this week I just want to give a shout-out to everybody that was funny in the Twitter streets because I have been laughing, frantic, (laughs) sobbing. Fran has a really cute hat. Hey, Glasses yes. Fran is so cute. Isn't
1: she cute? She's adorable. They didn't really have my hair, so I had to improvise.
3: With improvise, baby. So I just, the Twitter streets were funny this week. So, in keeping it light, right? I want to close with um, none other than Xavier Delu,
0: XD. Hey.
3: Who tweeted that he was, he tweeted, and I quote, I was listening to Nivea, and a Dunian Burke appeared in the crook of my eye. <laughs> Listen, listen, Not like Jocelyn said, <laughs> took me out. One of those things, if you know, you know. It's just funny, and so that's Why? all I have.
1: I was at Crystal's, yes, what was it, yes, oh my God, day I don't before. know, what day, day mm-hmm. before, and we were watching the Navea special together. Oh my mm-hmm.
2: gosh, I, I wish I would have been there to hear what y'all was saying.
1: Yo, you know the power, she was like, get up! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
3: Did you watch it? I saw part of it I didn't finish watching it No you it. gotta watch Yo from
1: yeah. T- You know what That'll be the homework Yeah And then we'll talk about it She was time.
3: like lowercase Shekinah the, On the parts that I saw So I was like
2: Okay She she seemed like She was original Shekinah Just trying to be tame I was like what? Is I so saw her going? crying About how, how much
3: she loved years. her kids Me
1: too Ooh. I miss her. She
3: was crying on the part that I saw about how much she loved her kids. Yeah. Oh, she
1: cried a lot. Yeah. She cried for, like, half of it, honestly. She seems, seems really hurt. She
3: said she was, like, misunderstood and shit. Yeah. And I was like, she's always seemed like such a fun artist, so this is really, like... Like blowing me You know what I'm saying Like I didn't want to watch that
1: I still
2: do want to hear The music though When she talked about The project and the type of music She was going to be doing I was like oh this would be dope
1: Yeah I'm curious I mean we can't deny That she was a dope artist
3: Complicated is a classic Oh my gosh One day you're standing In the middle of the road And you don't know Where you're going All of a sudden Your whole life changed And life finally gives you Something And did she
1: write that? I think Uh, she wrote that
3: I thought them kids wrote it
1: what is her, her kid? kids? Every oh, t- every scene I seen okay. them in they had
3: pens and pencils in their hands. I was like, Nivea, them kids
0: been writing them oh. songs.
3: even that little Man. one, Lil Wayne, with the dreads, it looked just like Lil Wayne. He had that <laughs> pen in his little hand, talking about so it wasn't no lighter flicking. It was a bottle opening up. <laughs> <laughs> Nibby all Nibby kids had pens in their hands. I'm like, what is that? This kids been writing all that. She got them kids writing. You hear me? Oh <laughs> and the dream they daddy, you think they made them some song ass kids. You hear me?
2: Okay.
3: Go ahead, friend.
1: <laughs> I never know how to segue from y'all. But yeah, I thought Segway. it was good. I'm curious. Is it a show or is that was just like a one off? I think
3: maybe? it was a one off. Oh,
1: okay. I don't know. But if she's like a definitely she should have a Finding show. Nivia. Yeah. She's
3: been rumored to be on Love and Hip Hop several times. I hope she so does not. Nice. She
1: talked about that. She says she didn't want to do a reality show because mm-hmm. she respects her son, her kids' fathers, and okay. just never wanted to do that.
2: And I a hope, real one. And I right, hope nobody right. tries to approach her and, and do like a whole like. We'll do like even if it, it's like a wee TV or any of that. Like I don't want her to do none of Why that. Why were you about to make
3: your voice sound like Mona Sky? Like, I saw like, you like, doing you know, that, and you kind of heard it coming. I out saw too. you. I saw you. <laughs> Mona but Scott yes. Young. She got one of them heavy voices too that we was talking about earlier. <laughs> love I love Mona's and voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh
2: God. The one to play the game. Yo, it's you're so loved.
1: good at voices. You, you know, need to do voice as a acting. Woman, you know, I've always wanted
2: to do that. But as I'm building my empire, you know,
1: uh I, I, I'm just gonna do it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like giving up for
3: cigarette Johnson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Are Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. So let's jump Trade into this, uh, this week's show. Wait, can we tell the audience about my flowers?
2: Yeah, yes, we can. <laughs> can you tell the
3: audience? I about mean, that's kind of. We're gonna let you take yeah, the lead we, on this. Okay. <laughs> I'm shedding what they call. What if someone knows? (laughs) I mean, let's find out. What I I can tell you Mm -hmm. is that they're beautiful and no expense was spared because the detail to this arrangement is gorgeous.
1: You guys, so we walked in and there was an arrangement of white orchids, which are my favorite flowers. So the person knew that. And then they were from the plant shed on 96th Street and Broadway, which I have said. Many times is my favorite shop to buy my plants and flowers. So it's someone who's attentive to detail. I don't know Mm -hmm. who this is. And then they sent it to the studio. So when I walked in, the engineers at the front were like there's a package for you. I thought they were trolling me because they were like they were like giggly. I was like, Why are y'all giggling? (laughs) I was like, Y'all know who it is. But nobody knows who it is. Whoever sent it though. Thank you. It's so right. sweet. You did a wow. damn good job picking you these. You did a great job because okay. it, it's a beautiful arrangement. It is. So thank you. Now I have to carry <laughs> it in the train. <laughs> taking
2: them things all the way uptown. You know, you're whoever my friend.
1: it is,
3: must be nice. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> what beautiful.
2: No An expensive arrangement. I mean, that looks expensive. I love
1: it, though. So sweet. Someone who clearly knows me well. So anyways, I just had to throw that out there because maybe you'll send me a hint or something. Oh, and the card. Mm -hmm. When I opened the card thinking it was going to say who it is, it said just because it's Tuesday. Mm.
3: Which guaranteed them a spot on Wednesday. (laughs) That was genius.
1: Oh, uh, anyways, mm. very, very sweet. Mm. I'm Shout definitely out to Genius flushy. Jones, mm-hmm. friend, secret admirer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, you're killing me right me, now.
3: Me, I'm,
2: you know, just uh, you know, letting you tell what's going
1: on. So let's jump into this episode, shall we? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, shall we?
1: So I wanted to talk about... <laughs> They're... <laughs> They're both looking at the flowers, cracking I wanted to talk about social cues. So here's what inspired this... This uh, desire to talk about this. So I was just on the train, and there were these two really handsome uh, guys. They look like tourists because you could tell they were like reading the map and trying to figure out what stop to get off at. And there was another young man that was that just started like talking to them, and he was like kind of awkward about it. You could tell. I don't know if he was like attracted to them and trying to figure out like how to finesse a conversation, or he's just super friendly. Either way. It was so cringy because he was talking to them, and it was very clear that they weren't interested. Yes. So you could see through their body language. They kept like doing that awkward laugh that you do when you're like, (laughs) like I'm trying to be nice to you. I don't want to be rude, but I don't want to talk to you. And they kept doing that laugh. Then they'd like turn all the way around (laughs) to try to let him know physically, like like, the convo's over. (laughs) And then he would. He literally tapped on the guy's shoulder, like that little light tap, and then was like continuing the conversation. And I was like, oh, it was so brutal to watch. It was so painful that I was like, I wanted to say something to him. Just like as a solid, just be like, brother, like they're not interested. Like even I was about to strike up a combo with him just to loosen up his grip on the two guys um but the fact that he just wasn't picking up on the cues like he wasn't reading their body language he wasn't reading their facial expressions he couldn't sense the giggles were uncomfortable giggles and i was like what is it that some people just aren't able to catch that do you do you ever have that problem do you think you're good at social cues like if you approach someone whether it's romantic interest, friend, business, whatever, and they're not interested, are you able to catch it?
3: Well, first of all, I want the record to reflect that
1: Here we go. Um,
3: <laughs> social cues are the best kind. They mm-hmm. throw the best parties. Usually, like, the step shows <laughs> oh, are amazing. Um, you know, the cue punch, you know, all that is great. Um, no, I'm just playing. But anyway, yes, I definitely pick up on and am aware of social cues mm. because I, my dear, me dear, me pretty, <laughs> I'm going to start calling friend, me pretty, oh my <laughs> I, me pretty, have too much pride So because I, I got too much pride. That's real. So you damn right. I pick up on social cues. I don't ever want to overextend my welcome or anything like that. It's just, it's a thing for me. Right. Um, and so beyond that. I get a thrill out of the challenge of engaging with people I'm attracted to. So I'm never, I ain't never ran from a nigga and I damn sure I'm about to pick the day to start running, get money, duffel bag boy, Dustin, you know what I'm saying? So I like that. So I pick up on social cues in that moment to know kind of how to, massage the conversation to the place where it needs to be, know when you're coming on too strong, know what coming on too strong is so that you avoid doing it in the first place, all that kind of stuff. In business, it would behoove you to be aware of social cues because it would make you a better negotiator, a person who's better, who's more persuasive in conversation when it comes to business deals so that you come out on the better end of it. So I think it's extremely important to pay attention to social cues and, that's really everything I have to say about that.
1: Is that something that you learned over time because you messed up with social cues and you kind of picked up like, okay, this doesn't work, this isn't, you know, or is it something you feel you just innately had? Like you just messed are...
3: up and messed around. You got to remember a lot of this came from engaging with people that I'm dating with, right? So it came from messing around, you oh mess God. around <laughs> with enough people, you got to know how to Have the right conversation with your parents so that you can get to stay out late enough. Mm -hmm. Boom, okay? Okay. You learn that. Boom. Then you got to learn how to talk to the person that you want to mess around with to get to the point where you all are even touching pelvises. Then -hmm. you have to learn how to, you know what I'm saying? Be nice to your mama the next morning and your dad, whoever you live with, because they're mad that you came home late anyway so you don't get in trouble. You can go to the next night because you got to go back and see the person (laughs) who you already then lied and promised to because you picked up on the social cue of them being attracted to you having extended (laughs) interests. So I think that that's where all that comes from. Mm. It's something that's definitely a learned behavior. There are some people that just have it. We see these little kids in the daycare, like the little girl who went off on the daycare lady. Told her, listen, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was done with you. That little girl, she picked up on social cues. She was the lady was foolish to her, you know what I'm saying? So she didn't have time for that. And I think that's where all that comes from.
1: That's true, mm-hmm. like how you're socialized. What about you, Asante? Do you think you're good at social cues? Sometimes, sometimes, please expound.
2: Um, so this it's funny nigga it really that... said sometimes and was through
3: sometimes. <laughs>
1: That's it. No. <laughs> the it, end.
2: So when you initially told that story about what happened on the train, it made me think about how I was out at this bar with this friend. And this person out of nowhere, I think I told you this, this guy just started talking to me out of nowhere. And I just kind of did not want to talk, but I was being nice. And he was like, yeah, I'm having a, I'm not having a good day. And I was like, you you're having a good day. You're like, you're in this bar, the same bar that I'm at. So you're you're fine. You're having a good day. And then I went back to talking because I was just trying to be nice and finish up and go back to talking. So I'm talking, and the dude proceeds to like start talking to us again. And you know, I already can't keep up with my own damn train of thought. So I'm just <laughs> upset that he just keeps interrupting. So I just turned around and I was like, I was like, sir, we're fine. We we actually are just trying to catch up. So you know, we would just like to enjoy our conversation. And then he was just like, Oh. Okay, and then like got offended, and then like did this whole big thing, and like grabbed his jacket and left and stormed out, and I was just like, I don't fucking know this dude, but then it made me look like a dick. Really? Yes, it was so weird. Like, like you know, he finished his drink real quick and abrasive, like threw his jacket and like left it. I was like, what the fuck? But I realized that that's even that made me look like a dick to the person I was with, and not that I really cared. But I was just like, how
3: big was the dick? (laughs) <laughs> That's something that matters. Do I look like a really bad person or do I look like I just could have did things a little differently? You know what I'm saying? I mean big cock, small cock. What did you look like?
2: Oh, the person God. that I like, you know, wasn't mad at it. I was just mm. so, so seven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: Oh my God but yes
1: speaking of you see how the iPhone has the measuring tool
3: for no for selfies
1: you haven't seen it no oh you saw it you all haven't seen it? No
2: friend. So you mean it's a No. Hold that, on. We wait, got a filter wait, 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 now. Wait, wait.
3: I need this friend to get there. This
1: is a huge side.
2: I need I need friend to get here. we have a so, filter like, I need To know friend. Let me got, see
3: if you can put... it spelled P H A L L T E like like phallic filter is this I mean what kind of filter is this? I just
2: this? love the fact that you threw the ball and that friend got it because now <laughs> she. Not Look. A, not a, Look. The ball.
1: It's a measuring tool, so you can put something in front of it, and it'll tell you how many inches. <laughs> so, y'all selfies, be careful. Oh my God.
3: All I could hear was <laughs> all I could hear was that song. Boom. It's on. <laughs> this beat will rock your dog. It's on. Boom! You
1: know, what's what's happening? Happenin'?
3: Fired up! Yeah. What's
1: happening? You heard them, yeah. Ain't no, no
3: more of that catfish. <laughs> they don't know what kind of fishing pole you got. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just really want to know what made them think we needed this.
3: You mean to tell they me, me you don't? Like
1: that.
3: <laughs> Uh, I think you got it, bro. I think I think you know why they needed that.
1: They be trolling us. Like, come on, who sat in the boardroom and was like, you know, it'd be a dope feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, Look, the,
3: the nigga that grabbed Terry Crews is mm, What's his name? No, that's who it was. was he, he be say, in the board. He be in the boardrooms.
1: <laughs> this shit is nuts. <laughs> but anyway the, what if
3: it was a black nuts.
2: woman
3: that called it? No, <laughs> oh no, that Terry Crews shit is
0: nuts. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
1: So yeah. Take my wife, please.
2: (laughs) 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 Um I (laughs) I, I've always been bad at social cues. I I tell that story to tell for whatever reason. People have always like looked at me as inviting, I guess, because I've always had people like come up to me and talk to me out of nowhere. But
1: you have even, a, a very disarming energy, I think. About yeah, it. it's
2: some it's something because even you know my hair. I know realized my hair is always a different color or some shit. Right. But even when we were on the train and that dude out of nowhere was like talking to me about my hair and you were like, I thought you knew him and I was like, No, I kind of wanted to push his ass on the track. Um, oh yeah, remember he was like, Yeah, he was like, yeah. you got something in your hair and i'm just like um this is... he's
1: like it's blue you know. were like great <laughs> like, that was so awkward
2: because i'm sitting up here thinking like he's talking about my hair and this is i don't know this person and so then i was just couldn't i had to refrain from doing anything ignorant because it was like do i want to give energy or license to someone i don't know but i'm like that's why it fucks up my social cues because it's like i think to myself don't do shit when in situations I could do shit. But that happened to
3: me. I didn't mean to cut no, you off, ahead. but I will forget it if I don't say it. I was on the Lower East Side and I had on this like bright neon jacket, right? Mm-hmm. And I was actually I had, had it on the night the before. One? Yes. From your birthday. Yes, it was Thank the you. day after. This is the day after my birthday, so I had on yesterday's outfit and cologne. But anyway, <laughs> um, I was walking down the street, and this crazy-ass man came up to me. He was an older white man. He looked kind of scruffy. He had on some big-ass glasses. And he was like, oh, did you, did you, did you know your jacket was that bright? Can't miss you. <laughs> like, that's what he said to me, right? See? Now, mind you, it was no reason for him to talk to me, whatever. Right. So I just told him, well, I'm surprised you knew it with them dirty-ass, thick-ass glasses you got on. <gasps> And then he got quiet and like kind of stopped walking and he was like, like taken aback by <laughs> what
2: I said. Right.
3: I'm sorry. Go no, on, because go on, you're right. Because it's so mean. But, and that's the thing, like... you, What you, you <laughs> trying to say? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm wearing this item. Like that you I'm are supposed literally to...
2: literally
1: like... But I think it's just, they're just socially awkward.
2: But that's the thing. Am I supposed to take it as the, like for me, the social cue is like, oh, I'm actually fine. They're the ones that don't take social cues well. Clearly. But even if that's the case, like... I don't want to just be left out here, so that's that's why he's still clowning, nigga. And for me, I couldn't do nothing because I just wanted to get physical, so I just had to shut down. Like, <laughs> but I'm not good at social cues. I, I I am to an extent because there are times where I want to like be there for people. Where I can see shit's wrong. I'm like, oh, you know, social cue, like maybe they want something or whatever. But then it's kind of like mm, I'm not sure what everybody needs because something is wrong too. So it's like there are social cues, but there's no like manual for you know formulas of what to do in social cues.
1: Those
3: are the social alphas. You know, they always was books. smart. Oh
1: my God. I mean, maybe. (laughs) I think the social cues that I'm bad at are like having the boundaries when people are kind of blurring my comfort level, you know, like, like, let's say if it had been me where the guy was just talking and I'm, like, sh- trying to turn my body. And, you know, actually it has happened where, you know, when you're walking or on the train and you have your headphones in and someone holds a conversation with you. And you're like, oh, no, I have headphones, like I have headphones in <laughs> and they're talking.
2: I'm a bitch now because I just point to my headphones and keep it moving. I'm just like,
1: you see, and that to me <laughs> is what one should do should point to the headphones and be like, I don't know if you don't see these, you know, (laughs) but I'll point in case you don't. Mm -hmm.
2: And go back to what I'm doing. And then go
1: back to what I'm doing. And I remember Haas, shout out to Haas, she told me there was a dude once, she sat on a bench and the dude sat next to her and just started having conversations with him, with her, excuse me, and he's just like talking to her, asking her questions, like, what's your name? You know, the usual, where you from? And she was like, I'm sorry, I, I actually didn't, I'm not interested in talking to you. And he was like, damn. You know, like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to have a conversation. She was like, but you didn't ask me if I, I wanted sign to. I up for this. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. See, like, that was so when good. When you know, you know. She said she told him, but you didn't ask me if I wanted to. And he was fucking stuck. Because it's true. And I think dudes, obviously I'm speaking from my point of reference, dudes that stopped me. They don't ask. They don't even read your body to know, like, oh, you know what? She is interested. Like, let me keep talking. You could be with your headphones on. <laughs> you could turn your head. You could cross the street. They'll follow you across the street. They'll keep talking you through your headphones. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I think that's the part gives me a little bit of anxiety because if a man doesn't understand those social cues, right. like, you know, it's like it, it starts getting aggressive when they just are not understanding, like, leave me alone. And there have been so many dudes. Remember the day I saw you at uh, Moselle's wine shop? Shout out to Moselle. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had ran in there because these dudes were following me. They followed me into the Whole Foods, which blew my mind. Because I was like, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, I'm going into the Whole Foods, so they're not going to follow me in there. No, they sure as hell followed me in there. Shopped with me and everything. And I told the dudes, yo, are y'all really going to shop with me? Like... Y'all really going to come in here and walk with me down the aisle while I'm shopping? And the dude was like, yes. He was just so bold. And I'm here putting my kombucha in the cart. And they're standing right there next with, like, next to my cart. And I was really pissed because the dude that worked at Hope saw this happening. And he was kind of looking because he, you know, he sensed, like, okay, she's not with these dudes. They're obviously being aggressive talking to her and she's not interested. And he didn't do anything to help me. He just kept putting the shit on the shelf, and I looked at him like, you know, like damn, bro, you clearly see what's going on here. And then it took me having to be a bitch, where I told the dudes, "Yo, y'all gotta leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm, I'm not interested." And the dude was like, "But why are you not interested?" I was like, "Cause I'm not. I'm just not. Why do I have to give damn, you man. a fucking explanation?" And okay, they just first wouldn't of all, take no coat for no. Dirty.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go in. You're wearing looks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: See, but you could do that. Y'all but all let together. me do that. What if he would have hit me in my face or some know, shit? Baby. It was two big dudes. And then, you know, then this is the worst part. They pushed me to that point because they weren't taking the social cues. And then when I become a bitch. Then they get mad at me for being a bitch. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why you got to act like that? Why are you talking to me like all crazy? And he got all pissed off. Because I don't want to
3: be talking to your ass at all. In the first you. fucking
2: place.
1: And it's like it, he wouldn't have... He wasn't going to take no for an answer. So I had to get aggressive to almost meet where he would understand. And that's what I hate. And then when I left Whole Foods, he's out there waiting. And so I was afraid to, you know, walk home or anything. So I didn't want him to know where I lived. So that's when I swerved into Moselle's Mm -hmm. uh, wine shop. And then Asante happened to be there. And then me and Asante stayed in the wine shop for, like, two hours. And the dudes were still there across the street. Two hours. It was crazy. Like, oof. And then I just... My thing is, like, how do men not understand these social cues. Like, why would you want to be aggressive with a woman that right. is not interested in you? What makes you think this is going to work? Right. Like, has this ever worked? Have you ever been so aggressive with a woman that she just was like, she, all uh, right. You
2: know what, fine, let's go take out. Take my
1: number, let's go out tomorrow. Like, like does no. that work? Or when they drive, you ever have someone calling you from a car and they start driving slow, like down the block. Oh <laughs> to follow yeah. you while they're driving. <clears throat> Oh, just strange things. So that, to me, I think, as far as social cues, is where I'm not good at. Like, I'm still learning. And I think partially it's because I am scared. I'm scared of, like, the repercussions of having to get loud or curse a dude out. Remember, I tell you, I've had dudes throw bottles at me, McDonald's fries in my head. (laughs) Like, that shit was funny. There's no way.
3: That kind of behavior, though. Like, like, right? Like, someone following you around the city and then following you into a store they're following Not taking you around no the store answer. and mm-hmm. talking to you while they're doing it. There is no right way to handle that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like you can't, you have to be concerned about your safety first. So that's the first thing in your mind and then you don't want to draw too much attention to it because that can go really left really fast when police get involved and then they respond a certain way.
1: And that was the other thing I felt
3: what do you do? I you hated know? that
1: I was mad at them, but I still mm-hmm. was like worried about not wanting the police to get involved. Mm-hmm. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah. Still worried about them, mm-hmm. even though they were treating me terribly blame
3: the parents, a sorry ass mama and daddy who didn't teach them how to act and how to treat a lady like a lady. Right. And how to, like I said, read that energy. And one of the best parts about being a player is that chase. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But you can definitely tell when the energy is reciprocal. And honestly, you shouldn't approach if you don't get that vibe. And I know it's kind of hard to determine like what the okay is or whatever. It could know, be hard because some you,
1: people play a little bit of a game yeah. sometimes. But you gotta just you just take gotta the L know to yeah. say okay, they're not really. I mean, I guess that's my question for you. Let's say you see someone you like and you're interested in. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh,
1: yeah. So you see them. Yeah. You know, sometimes people are shy or, like, they don't really know and they kind of play the little game with you. You go up to them, show interest. Like, how do you know when to keep going and when to fall back? Like, what are the cues that Mm. you look for that kind of are like, all right, this is go time or this is no time?
3: Really, all you have to do is act like you're talking to yourself and if people did that like the whole like flirtation experience would be so much more euphoric people would probably get orgasm just from flirting how you doing
0: Damn. like just from Sign
1: me up. like if you
3: do it the right <laughs> way right so like <laughs> so like really though like you think about you think about what would be appealing to you in the situation like i know if i said that that way It would be awkward, and I would read that as awkward from somebody else, or I would read that as, you know, offensive or as overbearing from somebody else, so let me not do it that way. Right. Let me say what would make me feel good or me feel comfortable in this setting. Or you look at them, you know what I'm saying, and you find something that, you know, you can focus on, and you talk to them about that. Hmm. And usually people like that, and so they talk back.
1: And if they're interested, though, Continue
3: to
1: talk. -hmm. Look at his face. (laughs) They
3: continue to talk, then they might scream later. Like, you never know. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's a great thing, and I hate that people (laughs) sully that experience with such bad behavior. Oh, my
1: God. Because
3: there's a way that you could be, as much as you love love, right, and as much as you're hopeful for things to be just natural and right, there's a way that you could run into somebody on the street and they could get your attention, and it would be the most magical moment in the world, and you would never forget meeting them on that street. There's a way that that can be done, so there's nothing wrong with, like, approaching somebody. You know, it's just the way that you do it. And, nigga, you following me all around and shit with your friends and then coming in a store and shit... And, and what, what you I trying to get bet. me to talk to you? Are you trying to talk to me or are you trying to get me to talk to you? Right. And I hate that guys do that because it really makes us all look so bad. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that we can do when the conversation starts because niggas actually do that. Right. They, they, they do that dumb shit. And I just it's such a cringeworthy moment for me as a man, especially a black man. I hate to hear that conversation. Right. So it's nothing to even say. Women do stuff all the time too, but there's nothing to be said about that. What happened to you? That happens. Mm -hmm. And niggas really got to chill out. And I just, you know, to me, I don't know. I just have more pride in my scrotum than (laughs) to, you know what I'm saying, throw myself on somebody who doesn't want me. I would never want to feel that way. And so that should make you work hard on you. That should make you work hard to be, you know, let me just be quiet. But
1: what do you think it is that some people just can't, is it that they can't sense it or is it that they don't care?
3: Some people have never been told that that's inappropriate and why. And when things get out of control, just things have gone out of control, it's too late. But I, th- I think it goes back to literally the way that you were raised and trained and brought up. You, that's how you Man, learn how sure. to act. That's right. how you learn what's okay. So when parents are too busy worrying about how they're being treated and not teaching their children how to treat other people – you miss that step, and you end up with niggas that follow you all around the street and then Whole Foods and then back up to 130-something, which is <laughs> way past 125th, which is where Whole
1: Foods exactly. is. Exactly, and then so wait for two hours. That
3: beeline in the Mosells, it was not just, you know, be, dip out the store and go across the street. Fran walked about five, six bucks, seven yeah. bucks. which street is Moselle on? 131. Okay, so 131. six bucks from 125th. Long blocks because mm-hmm. that's Linux, yeah. So that's not a short, that's a, that's a good 12 minutes maybe that you had to deal with that after coming out the store of you being unsure about what's going to happen next and whether this guy is really crazy and might harm you in some way or it's just going to be more of a nuisance. You just don't know. So, Sante and I, the
1: other day, were on that same block a couple of days later and, and someone got shot.
3: Yep, it was probably him. And no, I'm just, just <laughs> playing. <laughs> <laughs> See, it, was it, was it was probably
1: him. It was probably him doing shot somebody. Shooting. Right.
3: It was probably him. Like we so he probably shook. followed the wrong one. It was Bruh. like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it.
1: And the person got shot, and we literally just pulled up on the block and it was just got shot. I was mm-hmm. like, I need to get the fuck You <laughs> must have followed somebody <laughs> okay. in the liquor store that day. <laughs> Why well,
2: yeah. well, these white it girls was... out here trying to live like this shit is girl season 10 Man. or whatever the fuck. It's still real out in these streets. That
1: shit's crazy. But what about you? Like, what are the cues that let you know? Like, all right, this person... Is interested in me having the, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> just a good. You know, I used baby. to not be good at. <laughs> the cues that give you the green light.
2: You know, I still don't be seeing them. No, because people will still be like, "Oh, this nigga like." No, you. for real, like sometimes people be like, "This nigga like you." That's what that means. I'm like, no, that's oh, not. Oh, but yeah,
1: the opposite is so you just like don't even catch you, know, the cues.
2: <laughs> you you know, I mean, why, why don't, don't you so-
3: catch it though? Because sometimes it's obvious. Why don't you catch it? Is it because you are uncomfortable with being put in a position to have to respond to it?
2: Yes, sometimes. Okay. Oh, cutie. (laughs) But sometimes I just don't realize. Like, sometimes I'm like... Oh, realize, realize. (laughs) Like, you know how sometimes you'll be, like, you and somebody will be talking about the same thing, but two completely different things. <laughs> like, that'll be me sometimes. <laughs> like, somebody will be like, all right, so we fucking, I'm like, wait, what? I thought we were talking about, like, cars. And I was like, yeah, he was talking about riding cars. Oh, and I'm like, wait, shit. no, that's not what I, like, <laughs> shit like that will happen to me, too. So I'm like, uh, I read this wrong. Riding cars.
3: <laughs> because this a big body, Benz. Please don't crash. <laughs> Shout out to Cash, Dow. <laughs>
2: Shout out to the 313. Um, yeah, so social cues is just a weird thing for me. Oh. It Asante is. Sante picks it's up a on very, social
3: cues. I, I, well, he just puts them back down. <laughs> That's what happens.
2: Now, <laughs> he pick up on it. Now, there are times where I pick up on social cues and I say, oh, not no, just start this See what <laughs> I mean? See?
1: <laughs> nah. Oh, you know I looked on Reddit. Because you know how Reddit be having mm-hmm. all them... <laughs> down, mm-hmm. all threads. Dustin,
2: Dustin be trying to start shit.
1: <laughs> you, so you know Reddit has a lot of threads where people open up because it's and anonymous. Reddit so they is
2: all of
3: the threads. Yes, it is. Shout out to Serena Williams.
1: So I oh yeah true that's money in the family. But okay. so I was looking up threads out of curiosity of people who know they have bad social cues and seeing if they were sharing like on how it's a challenge <laughs> for them. And one dude I read had me dead because he was like, I pick up on them, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Because if you don't speak to me directly and tell me I don't like this, I don't want this, or I do want this, he said he'll just ignore you for the fuck of it. <laughs> because he's like, You got to grow up and speak up. And until you don't, I'm going to plow over all of your boundaries. And I, there's a part of me that was like, What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> you I'm psychopath.
0: With
2: that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But that's let's so say he's, he's on to but, something.
3: Well, but, I mean, he's on to something, but it's also an abuse
2: of freedom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is. It's an abuse of his freedom. Like, you can't just decide to, I know that you have a problem, you know what I mean, being direct with what you're saying. So right. to teach you a lesson, I'm just going to do what the fuck I want to do forceful. and you're going to get on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I told. While I get it and I approach certain things that way too, Right. that's not that's nothing to play with because that's people's like feelings. You know what I'm saying? You can't really... You can't play with that.
2: Right. So. Yeah. There is something to be said and admired by somebody that will just say, "You know what? Everybody has to get whatever the fuck they got to get out of life and this is the way that it works for me." Like not that I could ever do that shit cuz I'm always thinking about everybody's everything else, but the fact that you could just be like, "All right, well, you're not talking to me in a way that you can really communicate well, so this is what the fuck I need from you. You ain't got that? All right, we'll come back when you do. It's kind of like, damn, that's fucked up. Right, you got to
3: treat everybody like a Republican.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fucked up. At the very least, he's cut and dry about where he at, and he just actually does not give a fuck. So somebody like that, you don't feel bad about cursing out.
1: (laughs) Right. and Because I know I have a friend of mine who's terrible. Oh, my God. But it's almost endearing because she just doesn't catch cues. Like, she doesn't get when... (laughs) You know, it's, like, cute in a way (laughs) because she just doesn't know, like, if she's having a combo with someone and they're fucking not interested, (laughs) she just keeps talking.
3: Love the music here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or even that, like, she'll step into a room and just be awkward as fuck on how she initiates conversation. Like, she'll ask something crazy, like, ask people what they think about squirrels or just something where you're just like, well, girl... Girl, she's just so cute to me. I love her. But I also know she's awkward because. (laughs) (laughs) But it's cute because she's awkward because she was sheltered. You know, she's that kid. You know that kid that their parents didn't let them do shit. Like, they couldn't go outside. If you call their house, you couldn't call after 6 p.m. the worst.
3: I call them storm shelter
1: kids. (laughs) 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 We would go to her stoop because she lived like two or three blocks from me. And her parents would only let us be on the stoop for an hour. Damn. And then, like, she had to go, and then I'll walk back to my block. Like, you know, so she had that kind of childhood where they just didn't let her do shit. That's fucked up. Yeah, so when she got to college, of course she was like, I'm going away. Like, there's no way. Luckily, they let her. I was actually surprised. Um, And then she just didn't know how to relate to people. She had no interpersonal skills whatsoever because she never... How to life? She never got to party and go to the club and chill or be at someone's house and just, like, be around her friends. It was always school, home, school, home, school, home. So I think that's a big aspect of it, too, is just that people, like you said, how they're socialized, how their parents allow them. Like, my mom, I was clubbing at, like, 14. Mm -hmm. My mom was so chill with that because she, I think... Me having um, street smarts was important to her. Mm -hmm. You know, she's like, I want you to know how to navigate. I want you to know how to deal with being a kid from New York City. So I was taking the train to school really early, you know, with my little Metro card and whatever. And so I always had the street smarts. Um, So that's something that I never really struggled with. Well, I kind of
3: did because Mm -hmm. I've told you before how I had like a sort of a strict.
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? Religious Home life. household, yeah. Yeah,
3: and so, but what I, the other fortunate thing that I did have was siblings. Right. And so, who kind of shared, a couple of them shared, like, my same view. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, we all kind of look at each other and be like, okay, this is fucked up. Like, we are supposed <laughs> to be the winners. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know? And so, because of that, there were natural parts of my personality that as I had more control over my social life, just grew to what they should have been right so some of it i think is you as a person because i'm naturally they've been y'all everybody in here right now i'm looking you got two to six eyeballs right now of people right y'all know my personality you know what's naturally me i like to talk engage people laugh have a good time so with that being suppressed um it wasn't something that i kind of learned how to do it was something that came natural to me everybody's not like that
1: Right, you know, so obviously yeah. it's a mixture of nature and nurture. Yep,
3: and getting suppressed, which is the um, nurture. Right. Mal-nurture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, even that, I think it, my, for me, I think socially, I'm pretty chill. Like, I think I can read cues. You do really. good. Yeah, I do really good. I can read cues pretty well on, like, if I step into a room... Which, you know, who can I talk to? Who do I kind of swear from? Like, I can read people's and energy. And that's just by
3: looking at the shoes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I do think my inability to have clear boundaries when I'm uncomfortable, that also comes from how I was raised. Yeah. Because if you have a parent that's always telling you, like, shut the fuck up, you know, mm-hmm. or being like, no.
2: You'll be all right.
1: Yeah, and you never have a say if something was wrong. Like, mom, you know, this is fucked up or this is wrong. It's like, you shut the fuck up. Kids don't talk. Mm-hmm. Go to your room. And, it, BC, you know, everyone has that parent that's just like, you don't talk back to me. Even if I'm wrong, <laughs> you yeah. don't talk back to me. Yep. So you don't learn to 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 have a boundary <laughs> where you're like, this is wrong. Because you don't have the the permission to. And I think... I'm kind of still growing out of that in a weird way, even at this fucking age. It's use so crazy. the
3: sizzle of anger that would appear when you were told to shut, you know, said fuck up. Right. Like, I think that was, that's what you can use from that. Think about how it felt when you were told that and how pissed off it made you feel when you couldn't express yourself. How restricted. And let it out on the person who's <laughs> in front of you at the time. On a page. No. <laughs> she beat that guy's
1: ass for
3: no reason. Because he shouldn't have said nothing to you at that time. He should have respected your privacy <laughs> at that time. Okay? See how it all comes back to
0: one.
3: Like Brian said.
2: When I was younger, I remember my mom used to say a lot, um, like she was just really supportive about stuff. Oh, but you know how people so but you know how people were always like that mentality, like, you know, if I'm wrong, don't you know correct me or whatever. Like that always fucked me up. And I just always remember watching my mom and her being an example, like a testimony, a testament to like I'm when I'm right, I'm right. Like like she used to be that way when I was younger. Like if there was like an injustice or something, she would raise hell up at the school if something was going wrong. She would raise hell up at the grocery store if she was overcharged or underpaid for something. Like she would raise hell, like she would just raise hell but like rightfully so. Right. Cause there are some people that would like, you know, be loud and wrong and fucked up. But she was just one of those people that she, you know, she was not trying to be a nothing, like for the most part. But whenever something was done wrong to her, she she... became a
3: vigilante of justice. (laughs)
2: Yes. So like when I would be in school, I remember like teachers doing like the wrong things and stuff like that. And it was supposed to be this whole like, well, that's your teacher. You know, you're not supposed to talk back to the teacher. And I'd be like... But they're wrong. like <laughs>
1: Right, straight up. Like,
2: you're talking to me about talking back to the teacher, but the teacher's wrong. So then I'm looking like, the unruly black child in the situation, and they're looking at me like, I'm wrong because I'm not being, like, a complicit child. Like, right. but fuck y'all. Y'all are wrong, and the fact that y'all are turning this on me because I'm black or whatever the fuck is wrong with y'all, like, shit like that used to fuck me up, like, all of the time. And, like, still to this day does in little certain ways.
1: Yeah, and I think it's something to consider. I've even seen convos on Twitter as of late um, where people are saying, If you have a kid, you know, when you're little, they'd be like, hug your uncle. And you're like, I don't want to hug him. And you make you hug him and make you kiss everybody, even though you don't want to hug and kiss Mm -hmm. everybody. And they're saying that people got to stop doing that to their kids. Like, let your kid have control over who he wants to touch and hug and sit with and have a conversation with. Because when you start... uh. Controlling them in that aspect and not letting them have, like, I feel like a Tumblr person was saying, not letting them have agency. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do it. Not letting them have agency over their bodies and their thoughts it trickles into their adulthood. Mm-hmm. And then it what does. happens is you get situations like that where someone is blurring boundaries that you have set in your mind, but you don't know how to speak up and say it because mm-hmm. you still have that fear of when your parents didn't give a fuck <laughs> you didn't want <laughs> to do something, you're gonna do it. And so I think people need to be mindful of how that's gonna um how that's gonna follow them into their interpersonal relationships when they're older. Small aside, um mm-hmm. on
2: Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the housewives, and I love
3: be- her. She's like a white Kenya,
2: yeah, and she's from she's from Georgia. Sweet I Georgia love her. Peach, Georgia Peach, and I'm back again. Um,
3: <laughs> so white Kenya would be like what? Salt Lake City.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't even know what to say about that. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Erica Jane's known as being this, like, the ice queen. Um, They always talk about her because they say she's, like, emotionless in certain times because a lot of her attitude is, like, I don't give a fuck. And she talks about her from her childhood, her mom... Making her, like, pay the bill and do grown-up stuff like that. Like, you know, just, you know, when you're a child, they make you talk to adults and strangers and shit. You don't want to do that shit. But But then you kind of have to grow up fast because you have to learn to talk to people. But at the same time, it's, like, strangers. Like, not even my family or nothing like that. Anyway, um, it was always so interesting for me to hear her talk about that because I thought about, like... The little times my mom would make me talk to niggas that I did not want to talk to. Man. Cause it's like these are not no shade, but like I don't wanna talk to the niggas in the hood. Like (laughs) sometimes but I realized later on in life that she was making me do that shit so she didn't have to do it. So I was more than happy (laughs) like when I got to like ten or eleven to speak up while we was walking places. Like, we walking in, and I'm with my mom, I'm like, hey, what's up? What's going on? But, like, I thought about that being younger and thinking about people growing up and taking that stuff into consideration, like not knowing how to talk to people or not knowing how to adjust or using the uh, tactics they use when they were younger when they're older.
1: Something to think about. A lot to think about. Right. And with social cues, I guess the question for those listening, and be honest, this is an audit. We know we love to do audits, make mm-hmm. sure that we're living right. But are you attentive to social cues? Like, are you that dude on the train that if you want to talk to this person so badly that you're ignoring... don't nobody want to talk to you. (laughs) Shut up.
3: Like, what are you doing?
1: Like, are you that hard-headed that you will ignore someone's whole body language because in your mind you don't care that they don't want to talk to you?
3: The only time I do that, and this is me being 100% honest, is like when I like FaceTime (laughs) y'all on purpose and hold y'all hostage. Like that's (laughs) like the only time they can attest to that because I do it all the time. But we be hilarious. having a good time while we doing it, but I know they'd be ready to hang up. <laughs> so I keep things going. That's the only time I will purposely ignore. It's social like kids. aunts
2: being on the phone or something because every time you about to hang up, it's like five more minutes, and then like thirty minutes later, it's, it like, be, it's worth it though. That's my mom. She'd be, she be like, "I be love you."
1: I'd be like, "I love you too." Good night, good night, mom. Sweet dreams. I hope you have a good day. I'd be like, "Girl, <laughs> <laughs> look, <laughs> she look, be sending me look." Oh yeah,
2: and, and did you watch? <laughs> I'd be talking. To my mom and but like, all right, love you, love you too. You watched, um, <laughs> you watched that episode of Blacklist, right? Yeah, like I thought we said, Where, night. no, because you know how I always got like a story for some shit. Like, she always would be like, <laughs> like, right before we go to bed and tell me about a story, like about bed or some shit, right? <laughs> and we'll talk and then, be like, oh, well, if you watch Blacklist, did you see the spinoff with the ER? Oh, and then that's we'll, so cute. and it'll be like an hour later, it's like, now you know, I got to go to work. What's the spinoff now? of Blacklist? Um, I forgot what they called it, but um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Mandem, right? Like mandem, hey! Bop, 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 bop. Shout out to Marlon. Shout out oh, to Marlon. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, all the noises. Uh, but I guess something to think about: just make sure that you're paying attention to social cues, and if you're like me, where you're working on your own boundaries for those who don't pay attention to social okay, cues. Okay,
2: talk to the hand. You A.K.A. Be. talk to the hand.
1: <laughs> so I think it's a dynamic that works both ways. How are you
2: going? Nav- how do you navigate that part? Which part? The. The ba- of you're dealing, yeah the boundaries part because like you know that's a boundary to deal with a stranger talking about your hair like like do i just <laughs> i was saying but that. I
1: think you're good at that i am because good, i'm good at just shutting hell up because no, i know i that. will no 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 i i think you, maybe it's not all the time but at least the times i've been around you i've seen people kind of try to blur your boundaries and you've been very good at kind of Setting them straight like and nipping white it woman, in the bud because I did
2: not call that white woman a B word specifically because we were together.
1: Oh gosh,
2: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about.
1: Or even there was a day this white lady was on the <laughs> That's train what I'm talking about. and her bag was on her shoulder and she is talking to her friend and she's so animated, you know, moving her arms, telling a mm-hmm. story. So her bag kept hitting Asante, taking me. But out. then she had the nerve to kind of look at him and make a face like, "Can you get off of my bag?" And I was like, oh, God, here we go. Like, bitch, you, want,
2: you think I want to touch this bag you keep putting on
1: me? It was the weirdest. I mean, it was just awkward. But he was so swift with her. Like, he was like, you are the one <laughs> that's <is> telling this <laughs> no, dance I did, story. I did Hell still yeah. tell her. I did you know? still tell her. And so Hell that's yeah. what I'm saying. I just wanted to curse. You have your, like, from the moments I've witnessed where you kind of, like, nip it in the bud where there's, like, no... There's no question about your boundary being blurred in that moment.
2: I'm hot all over again thinking about it. And then I had the nerve to say, this is why my black ass don't leave Harlem. Because these white people down here. He sure like,
1: did. I was like, if <laughs> you don't stop, we on like 72nd Street. <laughs> but anyways, something to think about. Some reflections. And that's it for this week's Hot Button. <laughs> reflections are the way social cues should be. <laughs>
2: Today's podcast is brought to you by ABC's new show, A Million Little Things. They say friendship isn't one big thing, it's a million little things. And that's true for a group of friends from Boston who bonded under unexpected circumstances. Some have achieved success, others are struggling in their careers and relationships, but all of them feel stuck in life. After one of them dies unexpectedly, it's just a wake-up call The others need to finally start living. Along the way they discover that friends may be the one thing to save them from themselves. I personally got to watch how friendship has affected me and how it affects the people around me, and I think that's why I try to cater to my friends on a very personal level, like on a one-on-one level, because in group settings, I like to like have a good-ass time, but I still feel like at the end of the day, everybody needs to be okay. So I think it's so dope to watch... This show where they discuss people and how some people can not see how others have their how other people have their stuff going on. It's kind of like a a looking glass, if you will. So I like how they play with these mirrors and how it's uh, these events happening at the same time and you get to see how you go down these different roads of like an adventure book. So please, please, please watch this shit. A Million Little Things is brought to you by ABC Studios and Capital Entertainment from writer and executive producer. DJ Nash. Don't miss the premiere on Wednesday, September 26th at ten nine Central. Support for today's
3: show also comes from Every Plate. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with Every Plate, America's best value meal kit. Enjoy amazing chef-designed meals for just $4.99 per serving delivered right to your door. At $4.99, one meal is the same price as one cup of coffee.
0: Depending on where <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Every plate dinners are the cheaper, healthier alternative to takeout or delivery, and recipes come together in about 30 minutes, faster than a trip to the grocery store. Every plate takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner time. They do the meal planning, shopping, and prepping for you, and provide easy-to-follow recipes. Less time deciding what to cook means more time spent enjoying good food with family. Every Plate's recipes come with everything already pre-measured so you'll never have to worry about buying more ingredients than you'll need. Get meals that you'll enjoy and your bank account will love with Every Plate. I love Every Plate. There's so many different services that you can get when it comes to these pre-prepared meals um and everybody has a different focus everybody's kind of good in their own way every plate satisfies me in every way so i know that's why they came up with the name all the ingredients were fresh and what i really loved the most was the fact that they did the prep work for you too so there were certain things that were already cut certain things Mm. that were already prepared you know to make the process just that much more easier and it really helped me i'm very busy i'm like quiet lunsford (laughs) Uh, excuse me, Quad Web. <laughs> so oh I'm very God. busy. So every plate help me with that, <laughs> Quad. If you're listening, maybe you should try every plate too. I know you like to cook, um, you know. And with that being said,
2: that makes me think of Doctor Heavenly and every woman. So your every plate, they got everything freshly prepared for you. Everything that you'd ever want. All the seasoning. It's every plate.
3: So for fifty percent off your first box of every plate, go to everyplate.com and enter code friendzone. off is like getting two dinners for one cup of coffee. So go to everyplate.com and enter code FRIENDZONE for 50% off your first box of Every Plate now.
2: These are my (laughs) reflections. Are you ready
1: to jump into this week's wellness segment? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's actually going to be pretty quick. Do you guys follow the um, Fat Kids Deal Twitter account? Yes. Because they... The always funny thing is I don't saying. follow them, but I might as well follow them. They're they always give. on mm-hmm. my list. That's damn why talent. I went on
2: ahead and followed them. I was like, Y'all gonna keep retweeting this shit. I might as well see if Between X D
1: and Crystal and everyone I follow, they always post them. So it's I the ended Fashion
2: up... Nova of Twitter
3: accounts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they're actually kind of funny. Whoever runs it, yes, they be, having they be the knowing like what's going on with Black Twitter and kind of like integrating jokes into their deals. So it's kind of funny. But they I wanted to let you guys know that they had a weighted blanket on sale. Um, it's actually been going viral pretty much, which makes me happy because we've been talking about the weighted blanket for yes. years on this show. And I really wanted you guys to start using it. I know Crystal got one, and Fury, and they've been talking about it on the read. And then I know our friend Steen was retweeting it on Steen
3: Fox. Steen Shut up. Fox.
1: She was retweeting and kind of sharing her experience with it. Our homie Maleficent. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, Patty La Andrea La
1: Hell was tweeting about her experience, and so it's become like a really awesome online conversation, which made me made me really happy because I just love when people are willing to try different wellness tools to help them navigate day to day, and then they share it, and then it catches on because these are a lot of the people that you guys like and follow, and. Um, you know, read their work. So I love that everyone's been really open about it. And for those who don't know what a weighted blanket is, it's I've mentioned it before. It's a hug from Deb Atney. <laughs> <laughs> It's a blanket that's uh, evenly distributed.
2: <laughs> Come here, give me a hug.
1: <laughs> it's lined with evenly distributed weight. Um, And the benefits, it just has a really soothing effect on people's moods. I've had it for a couple of years. What it does is that, you know, when someone hugs you, your body releases the hormone called oxytocin. Mm -hmm. And it's a hormone that helps reduce blood pressure, slows the heart, and provides this sort of feeling of relaxation. Mm -hmm. That's what a hug does, which is why you should be getting lots of hugs, people. So if a hug does that, (laughs) just imagine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, Dustin, you need your own wellness segment. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are just hilarious. Oof. So,
3: <laughs> Lord. I like the weighted blanket idea just on a fundamental level, just because it was like, holding you down you know what I'm saying oh, so I was God. like yo I'm with this a so weighted yes. blanket is like literally being held down
1: literally and it's like babies when they get swaddled you see how like they yes. calm down when you wrap them like a little burrito so this is the adult version I of a baby swaddle I was hot trying to
3: figure out what the hell was going on <laughs> no. like, wait a minute why, why my arms can't move what's going
1: on <laughs> it just gives you that feeling of being in the womb you know yeah. it's just like that really enclosed space and it's warm they have different ones I know Crystal said hers has like a cooling effect which is really Ooh. nice for the summer <laughs> yeah, this
3: sounds like you describing something
1: else oh god oh she got hers over the summer so obviously a weighted blanket would be a little too heavy and intense for the summer so she got one that has like a cooling lining on it but now it's the still- dust <laughs> <Yeah>, oh, he, <laughs> he is out
2: and <laughs> I'm trying really hard to not <laughs> <laughs> try to like enable him or participate face,
1: he's trying not to laugh
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. (laughs) Go
1: ahead. It's
3: just the parallels are uncanny. Go ahead.
1: And they have heavier ones for the colder months. (laughs) And depending on your emotional needs, because maybe you don't feel comfortable. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know how to finish this. I'm trying to hold on to what I got. Maybe you don't feel comfortable with it being too heavy. (laughs) (laughs) But some people like it heavy. Yes, they do.
3: (laughs) Some actually like it hot.
1: (laughs) So at the end of the day, it's up to you and what you're looking for. And they have tons of different ones. Now, here's the thing about them I'm going to be honest Mm -hmm. they're expensive. (laughs) Yo, yo, this. and you can find some on Etsy. <laughs> yo, justice.
3: <this. sighs> oh man, what yeah. else? Man, yeah. the rest of the bullet points. I
1: know Amazon, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> all walks of life. Etsy to Amazon. <laughs>
1: But the fat kid deal you know, has it on sale for
3: $59. Just giving it away. <laughs> oh, oh. So
1: I want you guys, I know a lot of you had originally hit me when I mentioned it a couple mm-hmm. years back. And I mentioned it a couple of times. And you said you wanted some. I <laughs> 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 couldn't afford it. So I want to let you know it's on sale. So if you go to Fat Kid, Fat Kid Deals, oh God.
3: <laughs> yeah, I wanted some, but you
1: couldn't afford it. So if you go on Twitter
0: <laughs> Yo.
3: and go to Fat
1: Kid Deals, that's their at. Mm-hmm. The tweet was put out. On nine twenty four eighteen at one forty eight a.m. I'm telling you the time stamp so that you can scroll and find it. And they have it for fifty nine dollars. They have a promo code that you can use on Amazon. Please take advantage because that is a great deal. These blankets tend to be. I'm like tearing. You know, me too.
3: Like I'm. You know. <laughs>
1: These blankets tend to be over a hundred dollars. Rightfully so. It's a blanket lined with weights. So right. I mean, you're paying for all of the materials. But trust me. All you got to do is put the term weighted blanket into your Twitter browser and see all the reviews and what people are saying about people it. People talk. So Word
3: around town is. <laughs> but I want one, <laughs> believe it or not. I want one. <laughs> I'm going to get one.
1: <laughs> what style are you going to get? I'll probably
3: go to Thailand and get it.
1: <laughs> do you like the heavy one?
3: Yeah, I was thinking something more so you know it's weighted in the middle, so I definitely wanted it more fuller around the edges.
1: Okay. Yeah. Do you have a color preferences?
3: No, just as long as I can no color preference whatsoever because they all work the same. <laughs> so I just um, you know, long some I could just really get in, you yeah. know, some to wrap around me and just hold me right.
1: I feel you. Made so let for me. me know. Like once, a
3: perfect fit.
1: Once you get it, let me know. I'd I love to hear about it. So Fat Kid Deals on Twitter. Take advantage before the promo is sold out because that tweet's been going around for a while. And that's it. Enjoy. I hope it makes you feel better. It honestly is amazing. I think for the winter time, Ooh, can you picture like being on the couch and covered in the weights? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to your music segment.
2: Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs>
2: it's your
3: turn. You... It's your fucking turn. You have to go. You... and You have to go now. You we ain't got time
2: me? to keep going round and round. Come on. You... Oh, God. Round and round. <laughs> Come on, Sunday. Do you have any kids, Wanda? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Riley. now we
1: jump onto the music segment.
2: Ooh. Mr. Music Man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I supposed to start? I was trying to give y'all a moment. Because what the hell?
0: What the hell?
3: Wow.
2: Oh, oh, All right.
0: Man.
3: <laughs> God damn, y'all.
2: <laughs> so many things have been happening in music. Um, a lot of people have been dropping really, really cool uh, things, projects, singles, visuals, a lot of stuff. Um, I guess we should start with Black, actually, East Atlanta Love Letter.
1: Yes, um, so good I
2: mean, we pretty much have already said a lot of the good things that have happened um, I really wanted to talk about Leslie and Keisha Because, you know, I just want her to, you know, be up next um, I also really appreciated the fact that East Atlanta Love Letter featured um, Offset, you know, from oh, yeah. ATL And also featured Future, you know, from ATL I have to say, um, I
1: love how you ATLians stick together They sure do You
2: know, something about the A
1: It's just Some- dope, it's dope Always, screwed something up. about the A. Love it, love it.
2: Something about the A, you know? Um, but the tracks that feature people that are not AT aliens do not fail to disappoint. Pretty Little Fears with J. Cole is a dope ass track. The Cole, when he blacked yes. on that. And uh, he also features, uh, K- is it Khalid on Khalid, Seasons? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really just fuck with the whole project, actually. A lot of uh, really ghetto moments, you know, talking about taking her to get some chicken wings on a date and shit like that. <laughs> like, That's cute. You know, real ATL shit. Like, you know, just it's a feel, it's a vibe. You know, I know you really like that Switch song and Switch is like a really. Hey. Like, like he just has really, really dope vibes that he gives and it's not like a mainstream anything. I And I think it's refreshing that we have somebody out here doing something dope like that. Mm -hmm. And I also just glad that it's somebody from Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to start that off with Black. Um, Also wanted to mention, I was watching Love and Hip Hop Hollywood last night, and um, they played Danny Lay in the episode. She has a song called Life. Um, I really, really like that track. I really, really like her. She's killing it right now. Yeah, she's been putting out a lot of music, and I like when people are working and they don't just drop like once something every now and then. They kind of just keep dropping shit and hitting you and saying, hey, I'm here. So if you have a chance, go to YouTube and type in Danny Lay. It's D-A-N-I-L-E-I-G-H. Watch some of her videos. Get familiar with some more of her music because she had that song called Lil Baby with "Little Baby, which
1: My little Baby.
2: <laughs> right. Which was getting played every <laughs> My Lil I love
1: it. And the video apparently is coming out soon and Trace Songs is in it. Oh, see. I saw her post that on IG. And she was on uh, an opener for Tiana Taylor's tour.
2: Yes. yes. Worked Tiana Taylor for the tour takeover. Mm-hmm. Out here killing it, Petunia. Petunia. Um, it's funny you mention that because Tiana's
3: on my listens lately. But go on, go on, go on, go on. Yes.
2: Well, we'll come back to Tiana Taylor then. Um, I also wanted to mention Ivy Soul. Mm. Um, Ivy Soul is somebody that I put on my playlist a long, long time ago. Uh she's dropped maybe two or three projects. Um, but she just dropped her newest album. It's called Overgrown. Um, the artwork is really, really beautiful. She is a queer artist and she makes really oh actually, so because we were on the topic of skits, um, this isn't really gonna have anything to do with her artistry, but this song, skit, um, this song's overgrown, actually. The skit at the beginning is really, really dope, and I just want to share that really fast. It's your mom.
1: Kids go in a pager with the John K. Sunday. Watermelon flavored taking chances on my lime wife. Gave my laptop rabies. What a time to be a lot. For them eighties,
2: nineties, babies. I'm rapping for that one night. So yes, oh, dope. that's Ivy Soul. It. That particular song is called Overgrown. Um she's...
1: Is it spelled straight? Like Ivy Soul. Um
2: it's it's two words. Ivy, Ivy, Y, um Ivy Y. Uh, a soul, and then it's S O L E. S-O-L-E.
3: I thought it was S O U L. I was finna say she sound like a black superhero.
1: Ivy Soul. Ivy Soul. I'm finna
3: get y'all. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh my God.
3: <laughs> she's I'm Ivy Soul. All this shit stops today.
2: <laughs> Ivy Soul on the scene. I'm looking mean and looking green. <laughs> um so yes. Um she's got a lot of Really, really dope tracks on here. She has a song called Backwoods, which, you know, Backwoods. (laughs) As I just told Ari last week, you know, because she has a song called Backwoods. You know, everybody be making them Backwoods. So it's an automatic fave, nonetheless. Um, But there's a song. She also has a song called Wasted on here, which is really dope. And then right after the song, she has another song called Still Wasted. And it's kind of like a rework, (laughs) refix of the one before. Mm -hmm. But it's still a completely different song. So go check out Ivy Soul. Um, That's who I'm feeling right now. Really, really hard. Um, And I've also been playing a lot of Maya. She put out the song with Tink. Um, I
1: still haven't listened to it. It's called
2: GMO. Got my own. Um, The video is really cute. Maya is been serving it up. Uh she's she looks ex- great. Looks great. I mean on the artwork.
1: Like that video of her dancing with the little tank top. Yes. Like, what?
2: She looks great. Goals. The artwork for Got My Own. She's in some roller skates, but she's actually in heels. They're like heel boots that are roller skates. So mm-hmm. uh the track features tink, but it's called GMO Got My Own. Um been playing that back to back to back. I've also been killing Don Richard's Jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um Really, really dope track. I'm a stand of Don Richard, so I'm kind of biased. So I think I should just say that it's a dope song. You should just listen to it. Because everything else is going to seem kind of like, oh, yeah, of course he's talking about Don Richard. But uh, check out the, the track Jealousy. Really great. Really great, like, fall vibe. I'm fucking with it. Um, and then um, I think that is it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've also been, obviously, playing the Partisan Fontaine. Um, backing it up with Cardi B. Back,
1: backing it up.
2: Um Stunning, stunning visual, stunning jam, stunning joint. Um,
1: She did that too. (laughs) Cardi
2: definitely laid the fuck down on her verse. And I think that it's amazing that she laid down a dope, awesome verse with a dope visual on a dope-ass track. Like Partisan Fontaine's track, it's like from start to finish a great-ass song. So if it didn't have Cardi on it, it would be a dope club banger. But it's dope that Cardi is featured on this bomb-ass song. So it's like obviously it's hot because she on it, but he hot too. So good look for both of them. But great look for Cardi for a uh, follow-up for all the shit that's been going on because it's not like she needs a mainstream hit, like, right? You know she doesn't need that feature to hit, and that's what I think she showed off here, and that's why I'm fucking with it heavy. Go off, Cardinal.
1: <laughs> all
2: right, now, friend, what have you been listening to lately?
1: Um, I love. Have you listened to Kamasi Washington? Yes. So he has a project called Heaven and Earth that is amazing. It's just so like transcendental and he has a track on it called I hope I'm saying it right V Loavi Soul and it's just Right? Oh, You just forget where you are He makes
2: cowboy bebop music
1: <laughs> I love an it anime. I've had that Oh I thought you meant like cowboy bebop I was like that's interesting No there's an
2: anime called cowboy bebop And they used to play like the Like jazzy ass music <sighs> like that For the shows and shit
1: I just oh. I've, I told y'all I've been really really jazz heavy The past like five years So that track to me Like if someone asked me what kind of jazz I listen to I'd be like That's the track, like this one. Mm. To me, it's perfection. Um, Still on Make It Out Alive with Now featuring Mm -hmm. Sir. She actually has a video for it out now, which is so nice. I love seeing her. I think she's a great contribution to the music industry. She don't show her face enough. Exactly, which is why I'm like, I literally love seeing her. So I'm glad that that's out. Um, JID, yo, he's like yes. my new obsession. Yes. I think he's gonna be huge.
2: He, that last project was so huge, and they had re-released it, so it was so weird that like
1: it caught on the second time around, and
2: it did, but it still like didn't. I feel like
1: I think, it, I think he's, I think it's working because it this one fifty one, one fifty one rum. Mm-hmm. That's the track that he just released. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just listen to this. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's fucking incredible. Yeah, he got a
3: Stormy Webster feature.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oof, that beat change with the fun. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta see how these dudes dance it. I just want him to drop. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, yes. Did you listen to it? Right. Ready? Yeah. Run, Ricky, run, 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 nigga, run, jump, nigga, jump, come, hit it, come, run, 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 done with the drum, bump,
0: pity, bump, in finish, jump, nice, city, go, dumb, 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 151, run, minute, run, young, nigga, num, 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 and he
1: got a little gun. A little bit, really doing it for fun. Give him a little bit of heat, getting a little So, Six. he is out of here. Like I like
3: Jocelyn Hernandez. <laughs> did
2: you, you Did you listen to the first project?
1: <laughs> I did. I've literally been on his entire discography. Like that
2: 8701 and that Never Had Shit, all that shit. Like that was like the shit. Like I will never forget.
1: so good. And I've been, when I like first find an artist, I become obsessive. I listen to everything they ever put out. I go on YouTube, watch all their (laughs) interviews, their live performances. I just get super curious about how they move. And so he's kind of been that artist. Like I've just been super, super fascinated. I think he's gonna be really big. That's yeah. what's up. Like really, he's really. He's got big. the talent.
3: He's so. got
1: it. He's so cute too. His little locks, his little face. So he's super cute. Um, we said he did that uh what's it called? The oh my god, ASMR. Oh. He did I think he was eating chicken or something. <laughs> which I think muck, muck, is fun because it also shows that he's playful, which I think will help him get far in the industry. Um, I have been back on Alex Isley been playing listening to into orbit um mm. and just her dreams and analog and love art memoirs project. Uh, she's just forever. um, and then lastly, Anna wise shout out to the homie. Mm. She put out a project called Geovariance with her boyfriend John Bapp, and it's super cool. You guys definitely gotta check it out. It's super like. Abstract and <laughs> they
3: should do like Disney, they should score for Disney.
1: Yo, they
3: would fuck it up.
1: Yo, you're right.
3: Sounds like Beauty and the Beast when the candles was dancing and shit. <laughs>
1: So it's just really or abstracting. Or they could work with
3: Bjork. That would be amazing.
1: You know what? Yep. You're absolutely right. And then just so you could hear her voice, this is a song, a song called Real Thing. I put this on um, IG stories and people were like, yo, this track is crazy. See me with right? Crazy, so take right? Woo!
3: Take a scoop of coconut oil. <laughs> of coconut oil.
1: <laughs> 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 and that's um Anna Wise and John mm. Bapp. The project's called Geovariance, but that one is actually a single outside of that project called Real Thing. You can find it on SoundCloud, (laughs) you can find it on Spotify. And then lastly, um, I've been listening to a lot of Earth Gang. Mm. They put out a track with Aaron Ray. Y'all know, that's like my fave. Um, They recently put out a track with Aaron Ray called Stuck. And it's really, really good. But then it made me go back to their royalty album. They actually have a song on there with Ari Lennox called Nothing But The Best. And it's super dope. Y'all got to show it tons of love. And before I move on, Ari Lennox was showing us. She sent us a screenshot of her YouTube channel where you guys have been blowing up. Her YouTube channel with tons of comments showing her hella love. She she even posted on her IG stories like, you guys changed my life because you guys have been just on it. Sending her tons of love bombs all over the internet. And she just seemed really, really overwhelmed and inspired and felt super loved. So thank That's you, guys. Dope. We love that y'all do that whenever we mention artists. <laughs> you actually look for them and show them love and support And she deserves that. Absolutely. So, right, She's yeah. so good. And she was so funny. So... I said, what about you, Dustin? Who you been listening to? I
3: ain't listen to a damn thing.
2: Your ass is lying. <laughs> you lying your ass off. Mm-hmm. Tell us what the fuck you been listening to. Okay. <laughs> so,
3: um... Young Thug has a new EP out called On the Run, but he spelled it R V N instead of R-U-N. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yup. It features Black, Jaden Smith, and believe it or not, Elton John. Yeah. I have this song called Hi, right? Yep. I like I'm a huge it. Elton John fan. I'm a huge Young Thug fan. I'm in Heaven. Not sure about <laughs> you guys. And then the song on there that I really like is called Icy. Um I also like uh, March Madness by Future. I had a chance to go get <laughs> something to eat on Sunday. And I was at this restaurant. Y'all know that's one of my signature songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the DJ played it. And so me and her had like a moment while it was playing. Because <laughs> I love that song so much. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Buddy. Um, the project Harlan and Alondra is yes. dope yeah. I put
0: that on my playlist last
2: month
3: um, I want to give a huge shout out to Young Dolph, he has a new album called Role Model, you know I love Young Dolph's music
0: Hell yeah. Cash
3: dollars is featured on there The song is the shit, check that out um, Huge shout out to Sheck West Chippy Chippy, that's my new song Like when I'm getting dressed And all that kind of stuff is a song called Matter of fact,
1: fuck it And right, watch the video
2: too
3: Chippy Chippy. In a
0: minute.
2: Anyway.
1: Wait, you wanna see Sheck West? Yeah. I i have tickets. What? Yeah, if you wanna Spotify sent me some tickets. Are
2: you kidding me? (laughs)
3: I'm a I'm like a huge Sheck. They sent
1: me tickets to see and I can't go because I have to work that day, but um it's a Spotify's rap caviar live show in Brooklyn with Chance the Rapper, Shaq West, Tierra Whack, and what? DJ Spinking.
2: Why wouldn't you what? And it's
1: um at the Coney Island Boardwalk, the amphitheater. So
3: Thank you. Yeah. Love you.
1: They sent me tickets, but I was like, oh fuck, like, I can't go because I have to work that
3: day. I love shit. See, that's why I'm glad I said hell? I had listened yeah. to that. Yeah. Um okay. So yeah. <laughs> Sheck West, Chippy Chippy. Also, believe it or not. There's so two things. Number one, shout out to Mariah Mariah Carey because I love her new song "Get the Fuck Out." I, I love haven't that heard song.
1: it, but I keep seeing clips of the video. It's
3: the jam. Um, and then I want to give a shout out to Believe It or Not All Saints. Y'all know who All Saints what? is? What? <laughs> so look, oh my God, All Saints got this song called "After All," <laughs> that is the jam. You are so ridiculous. I was out shopping with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and we heard it in the store, and at the same time, I was like. Why is this song the jam, though? And it was like, I swear to God, I was just about to say something to you. So listen to All Saints after all, because they sang the hell out of that. <laughs> it's more stuff I could talk about. I'm still in love with Lucy Dreams by Juice World. Um, just also, I love you. Selena it. Johnson just celebrated the aniver- uh, an anniversary of her album Chapter three, The Flesh, which is like my favorite Selena Johnson album because mm. it has another relationship, which is one of my favorite songs by her and then Still Open, which is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard, like ever in my life, like across everybody who makes music. I love Still Open by Selena Johnson and fun fact, right? Selena had a concert here at the Highline Ballroom, and it was the first concert show like that, that big that I had hosted. I opened the show for her. And when she was performing, when (laughs) she was performing, she was asking the audience, like, what's y'all's favorite songs or whatever? Like, it got, there was, the band wasn't playing. It was just her singing a cappella according to, like, what the audience was saying. So, of course, I'm like, shit, this is my chance. You know, I don't run. So, I was like... (laughs) Still open and I like yelled and she was like, oh and she looked at me and she started singing the chorus. Yeah. And she said it was a cappella and her voice, you know how her voice sounds, so So it just was it was one of the most beautiful things I had ever heard. So shout out to Cena Johnson and we could just end it there because that just that music just has me just
0: sweet.
2: uh, All right. Um lastly before we move on, I want to also say that my fave. Dropped a song, Lil' Oozy. Um, and I'm just gonna play it and then we can move on. Alright.
0: No bad on my wrist. Yeah, why dumb and them shit's a bank. Yeah, I am going to go get a mink. Yeah, no finger rights it. Like I said, yeah. You a bad bitch, then we can link.
2: Why hit the shower? You might stay. Great. And that was it. Lil Uzi's new uh, song, New Paddock. So check it out. And we can move on to the TV man segment. He
1: dropped a whole project, though, on under his real name so that it wouldn't be attached to his label. <laughs> it's called Samir Woods. <laughs> and it has he has hella songs. I
2: mean, I don't think everybody's going to listen to all that. Sorry. Nah.
1: No, it's good, though. I mean, no, I listen not. to Yeah, I listen to all of it. It's, it's just his name. You can find it. Um the song the one song he put out is called In the Field but then there's like three whole projects from yeah. 2018 I haven't so gone through killing. it yet yeah so he's doing his thing that was a, a smart chess move on his part
3: alright <laughs> it <No. was. laughs> it he really went, was so he's like
1: Fuck it's y'all. just someone
3: being so little and being sneaky like that that's funny <laughs> to me like
1: you know what not little <laughs> I'm
3: gonna put the shit out in my real name they can't take my money <laughs> and him doing it's just funny to me his little shoulders you know what I'm saying he was signing the paperwork and shit <laughs> all that is funny Him, click, I bet you it was a pen that clicked too probably wasn't a pen with a cap it was when them, he clicked, clicked that pen and his little fingers went to signing hilarious
1: I also wonder how many more people are gonna do that me too right to kind of like bypass their contracts by putting it under I mean people have done that remember music soul child mm-hmm. he had like a rap alter ego oh. <laughs> on that note.
3: Right, he had Woo! freestyled over. Um uh, he remember he dropped that mask off, freestyle, but it was called glasses off. Style. remember he that. <laughs> he did.
2: Oh yeah, and lastly, before we move on, how can we forget We've been talking about this person uh, for so long on the side, but Estelle just dropped her album. Shout Estelle. out to Estelle. And Estelle's album is fucking live. It's great. It's amazing. Lovers rock. Please get it. Please listen to it. Please watch the videos attached to it. She looks beautiful. She sounds amazing. It's like she's in a new prime or something. It's amazing.
1: Shout out to Estelle. Shout yes. out to
3: Estelle, my bell. This week's show is also brought to you by Thrive Market, an online marketplace that's on a mission to make healthy, living, easy and affordable for everyone. (laughs) You'll get access to thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. That's a large discount, you guys. Whether you're vegan, gluten-free, or feeding a family or a large family or a small family or somebody else's family or your other family, you can choose from 80-plus qualities to get everything you need, including non-GMO, Fair trade certified and BPA free from organic almond butter to lavender essential oil mm. thrive market carries everything (laughs) you need. They have pantry staples, cleaning products, sweet treats, the best snacks, and so much more at such an affordable rate for every paid membership. A free membership is given to a low income family, public school teacher, military veteran, or first responder. So that's a great cost to contribute to. And if you don't make back the $60 in savings, Thrive Market will refund you the $60 thanks to their happiness guarantee. Um, Their mission is what makes this a great thing to be a part of. Um, You know that not only are you getting great items, dry goods, which always makes me feel like... I'm really making a real purchase when things are referred to as dry goods. So the fact that they sell dry goods, you know, from all over, is just appealing to me on a personal level. Um, And the fact that the mission that they speak to is something so relevant and so current and so necessary, right? You know, if you think about it, public school teachers don't make any money. So anything that's giving something back to them, who they're giving so much to these children, or they're supposed to be able to, it's a great cause. So, that makes Thrive Market great. Um, I love the packaging. You know, there's a zero, it's called Zero Waster Packaging, so there's li- literally zero waste. It's just, you know what? Thrive Market is thriving. Hmm. Bottom line. So with now, uh, with our special link, Thrive Market is giving you an extra 25% off your first purchase plus a free 30-day trial. That's 25% off the already low prices that Thrive Market offers. So just go to thrivemarket.com slash friendzone to access this discount.
1: Thanks again to Audible for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. Audiobooks are great for helping you be a better you for our audience. Audible is offering a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Just go to audible.com forward slash friend or text friend to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Audible's selection of audiobooks is unmatched anywhere and you will find what you're looking for. Remember when Cheska, Francesca Ramsey, dropped her while well, that escalated quickly book?
0: Yes. yes, yes.
1: We were all in the middle of our tours and traveling, so it wasn't the easiest thing with all of our, you know, our heavy workload to just pick up a book and sit down and read it. So it was really nice to be able to download it, jump on the flight, listen to a couple of chapters. Even we were running around with show prep. I think that's my favorite part. It's, it, it's helpful when you have a lot to do but still want to make sure that you get in your chapters. So mm. Audible helps you listen to more books by letting you switch seamlessly between devices as well, which is really nice because I can start off on my iPad, jump to my phone, jump to the iMac, uh, and, and you, you can when you switch pick to the
3: devices, it goes
1: pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite part is that regardless of which device you switch to, you can pick up exactly where you left off. Whether it's on your phone, through your car, from a tablet at home, or even on your Amazon Echo, you can get through tons of books, hands and eyes free, while doing almost anything. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at audible.com forward slash friend or text Friend to 500-500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash friend or text friend to
2: 500-500. All right, so now let's plotting. move on uh, to the TV land.
3: Um, Let's see. Uh, Married to Medicine was outstanding this week. Um, I'm about to go in. I'm That's not about city. to like go all the way in, but I'm about to go in because... This week, proof, so Mariah Huck is back as a full-time cast member. If you know Mariah Huck's history, she is the creator of Married to Medicine. It was her idea. She loves reminding people of that. She also loves reminding people that Bravo approached her to be on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she had this show that she had already, um, I guess, tried to develop and shit. Oh, okay. And so she brought it to Bravo. That's how I was born. Fine. That doesn't mean that you're interesting on camera. And what really pissed me off okay. was already we're only three three episodes in this season. And Mariah's already started all sorts of fights. She's already cussed almost everybody out. She said horrible things about Dr. Heavenly. And you can say what you want, but Heavenly's words that people find so much fault in are always a response to what Mariah has said to her. Um, and it was just so funny to me that. So a little bit of background. They were all at Dr. Heavenly's house for a crab boil. Simone, Quad hadn't been showing up to any of the events. Um, she hadn't been filming. She's been kind of keeping to herself while going through a very public, nasty divorce. And she also has her talk show now, right. Sister that's Circle what I Live. Right,
1: that's because of her show?
3: And so they're saying that Quad is spending time with her Sister Circle friends and not them. And, you know, mm. she thinks she's better than them and all that shit. It's really Simone geeking it. And I... I, I I hate watching people that I like to see coexist as friends have arguments on reality TV. It's like it makes me cringe. And so the fact that Simone is like willing to have these arguments with Quad, it just pisses me off. If you watch the show, you know that Quad is a person who, although she's sensible, Quad will like go there sometimes and she doesn't have to. Although this season I will give her her props, she flat out said, Simone, we're not going to have an issue. And she really wouldn't engage with Simone in an argumentative, rather, capacity. So all that's going on, Mariah's being a bitch. She starts a whole argument with Quad based on her bringing Quad her purse, which she did not have to do. Quad told her to set the purse down, which she wasn't even saying it nasty or anything that would, would start that sort of confrontation. Mariah took that and decided to make an argument. Bottom line, she ends up storming off and leaving the house. As soon as she leaves... Dr. Heavenly, Toya, Simone, Jackie, Quad, and even Dr. Contessa are all miraculously able to have these conversations that are calm, have these conversations that they kind of get to the bottom of what some of the issues are. All the harmony kind of returned to the group as soon as Mariah left. And as a person who's been watching this show all six seasons, I can wholeheartedly say that Mariah is the problem on the show. She's a scab. She's the nucleus of um, just filth. That's what she is. Like, she is the problem on the show. And every time she comes around, things are taken too far. Arguments are started. Accusations are made. Lies are told. It's all Mariah's fault. I do wish Kawhi would grow up and be a little bit more mature in her approach. If you know that they feel like you've been excluding them and having time, more time with your new friends, throw them the bone that they need, which is simply you sharing with them what the, what's going on in your marriage, which you should be happy to share and feel comfortable sharing because Jackie's husband, Curtis, with his amazing Technicolor dress pants, him, he cheated on her. Simone's husband, her, Simone and her husband had filed for divorce and are now working on a reconciliation. So there's been that sort of trauma in the marriages. Quad should be comfortable enough to talk to them. I want her to learn how to stop saving face. Stop trying to save face when she's around certain people. Last year, last season was really refreshing to watch because they were operating as a unit and being cohesive. So this year, all the petty arguments, it's a bit draining. Sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. The lady who Greg had the incident in the hotel with did an interview on V103 with um, Frank Ski and Wanda. One in the morning. <clears throat> yeah, her. Okay And so when he did that I mean when she did that She told all these details About like their, Them in that hotel room Things that he had Her name said is Jackie.
1: Uh, Wait, Nini's husband? No, no. Quad's yeah. husband Oh Yeah,
2: not Nini
3: Nene. Nini's husband is healing He just had surgery I was
1: like, what? Yeah
2: Jackie Presley The woman that uh Greg Lunsford slept with Oh okay. But
3: you know what I found the most, the most shocking yes, About that interview Greg. Just last week, Wanda's ass got cussed out, right? Just last week, the whole world was laughing at you. And this <laughs> week, when that girl Jackie comes on the show, they were, like, being extremely condescending to her. They were asking her a lot of questions about choices that she had made to have, like, a one-night stand with Quad's yes. husband. Just real Nat Wanda, like, mm. <laughs> well, I, mm. Well I mean I guess I'm just going like the her the way that she was handling this girl, it was so rude and disrespectful. She was triggered. So rude well, and can disrespectful.
2: I just say mm-hmm. As a as an ATL-ian, I am very disappointed. I like I love Frank Ski and Wanda. We listen to them every day in the commute on the way to work and you know, hear them get into the mess, you know, <laughs> familiar with all the mess from you know Frank Ski and his divorce and all this stuff. But it was very disheartening to hear because, you know, they are the mess people. People come by, do interviews. Um, Them judging her, they were like, so you went upstairs to have sex with a stranger? Like, it came off very Southern and, really? like, late.
1: Yes! But why did she go on the show knowing that they were going to
2: Well, more more so. It's
1: a messy show. Well,
2: well, more so, it's not a messy show. It's more of like a current events, like what's happening thing. And since Atlanta is so hot with Married to Medicine, Greg came on there last week talking about, you know, I need to clear my name. And his ass was lying. So now this woman coming on here talking about, well, you know, I need to tell the real story. So then they're bringing her up here to tell this real story about, you know, how she fucked him and why. And then they're judging her just basically as a woman sleeping with a man. They were judging her for that. Like, right. you don't even know him like, so you you don't know him like that? You want to go upstairs and sleep with him?
1: And they probably weren't hard on him.
3: Mind you, she didn't even <laughs> know sure. he was married. She said she didn't know who he was because she doesn't watch Married to Medicine, which is understandable. Of yeah. the Bravo shows to watch, it's it, it, it may not, it comes first in our lives, but that's because we watch it.
2: And that took right. time for me. Like, I remember there was a time where I was like, uh, Housewives are nothing. It's only Bravo. And then I had to be like, oh, this is another black show with uh, prominent women doing bomb things. Yeah, I'm gonna get into this one. So for a lot of people are looking at like, I don't know who. Like, you thought it was Nini's husband. Yeah, you I mean. zero point of reference for anybody on Married to Medicine. <laughs> so so the reason that's important
3: didn't. is because they were treating her as if she willfully, like, slept with Quad's Right. Husband. And she like was saying, was like, intention. I didn't know that. And as a matter of fact, when I found out who he was, I reached out to Quad and told her oh, what shit. happened. Yeah. yeah, she did. And so I just kind of thought it was unfair the way that they were treating her on there, even though, like, she was, you know, whatever, but, like, they were being unfair. Right.
1: And yeah. coming off
3: the heels, the apparently gnarled heels of what happened last oh, week. Wow. Wow. Wanda should have known better. Anyway, so married to Medicine has been just a joy to watch so far this season. I'm very excited about what's next. And shout out to Dr. Contessa because she has really been showing up, I'll bet in a horrible wig. She's still been showing <laughs> yes. up and really contributing to these scenes, and she's stopping Toya Bush Harris at the door with her bullshit. And it's just amazing to watch because Toya don't know what to do. She don't. She doesn't. Um, so, shout out to also Love but and Hip Hop. Uh-huh. But
2: why did she say dinner's on you? <laughs> she didn't know why? what Toya, Toya did. Toya, for, to- <laughs> <laughs> and then Toya... <laughs> I can't... See. I'm sorry, yeah. for No,
1: I love that you're this happy. <laughs> no,
2: because they, they are cute. First of all... Toya was sitting there waiting for Contessa to come at the restaurant. Contessa comes in. They order. Contessa orders everything. You know, the argument happens, and Toya about to leave. And Contessa gonna say to her, dinner's on you. Thanks for dinner. And it was like, what? She didn't leave no card down, thinking y'all was gonna have a good time. Like, bitch, why did you order all this food? Toya knew what time it was. (laughs) Toya didn't order shit because she probably knew she wasn't gonna stay there. Like... Never mind. That was it. <laughs> it was funny. It was, it was a great change. That's hell.
3: Um, so all of that was great. Um, oh, Iyanla Fixed My Life. Oh,
1: oh. oh shoot.
3: Ian Fixed My Life was interesting. But instead of talking so about this it. week's episode, I want to issue a warning. Uh-oh. These are shots fired to Iyanla Van Zandt. Oh. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Now, Yana, you can play your hand, your maw fingernail painted hand. You can play your hand in as many things as you want to, but I draw the line when it comes to Cynthia Bailey. And Cynthia and her sister and her mom as well, I believe, are going to be on the show next Sunday. Cynthia made an Instagram post saying the show, the episode more so focuses on Cynthia's sister, Um, but Cynthia made an Instagram post saying how, you know, she wasn't very proud of like the episode or the things that she may have said, but she loved the fact that they had gotten to the bottom of, you know, some harsh truths within their relationships amongst the, her mother and her sister and herself. Mm-hmm. But what what alarmed me was I saw footage from the episode and Iyanla was being mean and nasty to Cynthia, literally like she was hugging Mallory and Cynthia put her arm around her sister Mallory and Iyanla told her move, move gone, not you, don't say nothing, gone, move. Like, she was doing and saying stuff like that. And the way she was reacting to Cynthia, we all know we've been watching Cynthia on The Real Housewives since season three. They're starting season 11, so that's eight (laughs) years. We've seen her on TV for this show, Eight Seasons. We know her well enough to know her personality when it comes to certain types of confrontation. She doesn't have a long, lengthy history with Ianla. That was simply, purely Ianla, who's been watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta and seeing how Cynthia moved in certain types of confrontation and taking liberties Mm. that she should not have taken. She should have gotten into her Jeep liberty, okay, (laughs) and taken her ass on down the street. And I'm going to tell you something – it's going to be crocheted braids everywhere Wow! if she keeps fucking with Cynthia next week. So I'm letting it be known now. I
1: don't friend. want to hear
3: no warnings. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody else. You're going to hear trigger words and all that because I'm going off. And that's just a fair warning to everybody. Hide <laughs> your kids. Hide your wife. It's on. Moving on. Loving Hip Hop Hollywood is actually in London this week. What? Yeah. There were several moments on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood that made me like oh. laugh
2: out loud. my God. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. I just randomly thought about the uh, Life is Truly What You Make It, the remix. It's that basketball wild noise. I'm sorry. It just hit me. <laughs> you, never mind. We'll come back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Yeah, London. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood.
3: They're in London now. Across on a the pond. Strip. It's rumored that um, Mona's going to start a franchise in London pretty soon here. I, so, really? See, I knew, I
2: felt
1: like Loving I knew that's what they were talking to do. Yeah. You know,
3: so it only kind of makes sense that they're introducing certain characters over there. With Sidebar, years ago when Tamar was promoting, when Tamar Braxton was promoting her Love and War album, she performed in at Good Morning America in Times Square, and I went to the studios for that. Met Tamar, took a picture with her, Miss Evelyn. Um, all that shit, there was a guy I met in line who was from London who was there to see Tamar's performance, and we kind of laughed. And he actually, I was tweeting about it, and he followed me on Twitter. And so he, um, or maybe he didn't follow me on Twitter. Maybe I was tweeting about it, and he just responded to the tweet. Either way, um, he, I ended up going up to his place in line, and we got inside of the studios to like watch the performance and all that stuff. Why was it the boy Nathan Devante that was asking Tierra Marie the silly questions about her sex tape when they were in London at the table? What? Wow. Yeah, it was randomly him. So Holy I was just shit. like, wow, that's crazy. That's the nigga from, that's the London nigga. You know, because wow. of how he talks and stuff. I'm right. like, that's the London nigga that was at the studio. So it was just so crazy to see that.
1: I wonder which London rappers, like, would they have like Skepta? Is I, he from so. London?
2: Yep. I don't think he's going to do that.
1: No. <laughs> I like, who know. would they have? You I know, mean, I, I would watch that. i might it actually really, watch that. It really
3: makes you wonder, like, how much we don't know about London, right? Well, yeah, because Mona's gonna find Mona people in London. <laughs> you get what I'm saying?
1: You know what? I'm actually intrigued. I can't lie. I probably watch it.
2: One of the artists was saying she was doing her remix, La Britney, and she was doing her remix with Lady LeCure. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's one of the people she would try to have on there. I don't know if Steflon Don would maybe do it. I don't know. But that would be dope to watch. Oh,
1: Steflon Don is from the UK, huh? Mm-hmm. I always forget that. It's getting real good real Ooh, quick, ain't it? See? I'm watching. Don't she
2: seem like she would be on Love and Hip Hop?
1: I don't know. I've actually never even seen her speak. I just know her songs. When would it be airing? Did they say Or are they just kind of no, teasing it? They're
3: kind of, they're, Mona and them are teasing it, but it's been all over the blog. So they haven't started any official, like, rollout. Got you. But they, they're they introducing, I can tell she's doing, like, a soft introduction to, you know, certain characters over in London. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Plus, we don't know anything about, well, we know stuff, but we don't know a lot about, like, you know, certain parts of the culture over there. That's what I'm saying. i The get down. Mm-hmm. Right. The ghetto shit. That's what I want to see. So. <laughs> right. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, and I think we can pretty much stop there with TV this
2: week. Yeah. Can I contribute something?
0: TV. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Really randomly, everybody, I think I'm going to watch The Voice this season. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson's on there as a judge and Kelly Clarkson's on there as a judge. And, you know, they're both American Idol. And they're both awesome, like, to watch as people do this competition. But it's them, obviously, uh, Blake Shelton and Adam Levine are still on there. But I watched a clip last week of um, this young lady by the name of Kennedy Holmes. She's 13 years old from St. Louis, Missouri. And she was singing. um, She auditioned with an Adele song. And she was a huge, huge Jennifer Hudson fan. And the way that, like, well, first of all, she killed her audition. Like, sang the fuck out the goddamn song. And it's Adele. So the girl has a voice. She's talented. Young little black girl, 13 years old. Huge Jennifer Hudson fan. Jennifer Hudson starts to speak to her. And she starts like crying, like breaking down because she says it's her dream. It's always been her dream to sing a duet with Jennifer Hudson. And the girl sang so well that Jennifer was like, "I'll do it. I'll, I'll sing right now." What? And she got up and they did a duet because um the girl for her uh she did uh, for her audition um uh, damn not I'm changing uh, one of the other Jennifer Hudson dream girl songs. And so they sing the song together. And It was beautiful, oh, like what a dream, like beautiful. Like the young lady already has a dope ass voice, but then to hear J Hood like filling it in, are
1: the clips on YouTube? It's, on, it's on YouTube, okay. It's
2: on, it's on YouTube, and they're trying to, you know, tease you know who you think she's gonna pick, but you know, she had she better have picked J Hood, she had to have so, but yeah, cute. I'm gonna make you watch it after this, actually, yeah, because it's I so see. good. But Shout it, out to the voice, yeah, it actually I gave me the, those
1: competition shows in a long time. But I haven't someone either. posted the clip. Because remember when Mariah and Nicki were, like, at war yeah. <laughs> when they were on it together? And mm-hmm. Mariah was making... Mariah said something to the contestant. Like, the song you sang is a number one Billboard song. She was like, you know, something that's hard. And most Not an easy don't. fit. Everybody <laughs> doesn't have that. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then, of course, they were playing... They were posting that clip. Now, y'all can read between the lines of why. Okay. But people are funny. But,
2: yeah. That clip made me want to watch The Voice, and I just got finished watching The Four. So, like, I've been like trying to like, like I've been in and out of some of these musical competitions because they've been featuring people that are actually talented as of late. So I've been dealing it. with it.
1: But yes, sweet. I want to
2: add that? And, and that's it
1: for us. One more thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Green
3: leaf on all.
1: <gasps> okay, because I'm wait. Am I caught up? I think I'm caught up.
3: Charity and these breakdown scenes have got to stop.
1: Do you know I almost called you <laughs> when she busted through the
3: the hospital, the vending machine? I it's almost got to called stop friends. I
1: was like, what is it's this looking a real C? haves and have
3: nots over there at Greenleaf <laughs> right now. I'm like, Charity is on the wrong show.
1: Why did she bust through it like that again or whatchamacallit? The same
3: reason she was singing I Will Survive, like she was singing it laying down. <laughs> That was the most lackluster I will survive mm. ever. You must have really been drowsy. <laughs> but I just all of that, her throwing that baby bag at her hus—her ex-husband's feet was hilarious. Remember when she dropped the baby off to yes. him and threw the bag at him <laughs> at his feet? That was funny.
1: And then she like ran upstairs and yes. did the Mariah thing against the wall. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I cannot, for real. Like, they should have let somebody like Jessica Dime play um, Stop that it. part. Oh that would have been God. good. Can you imagine her being sick of her husband over the reasons why she's sick of her husband? That would be so good.
1: Greenleaf is good. What's her name? Latoya Luckett? She's
3: playing the hell out of uh, She's Rochelle making me Cross. dislike her. I'm, I'm like, d- oh. That's how you know what? she's doing good. That's how good. you know it's
1: good, because I'm like, you are a terrible Damn, woman. I'm going to
3: have
2: to start back just because Latoya
3: What it? about Bazy Skank's wife? Who um, is falling for Jacob? Um, I know, and now, she's,
1: now she's stuck because mm-hmm. she wants to help Latoya's character and get back for what happened to her husband, but then she likes him. That ugly necklace that he brought his wife, mm-hmm. and then All of she them. had it on. Oh my God, I love it. And
3: her last show. name, Skanks. Is it? <laughs> we ain't did this in a minute. At Cybar, <laughs> she the one who is rumored that's T.I.'s side chick that he oh. was slapping on the butt in that video. That's the girl who played Tasha Skanks. And sidebar, sidebar, they be in her comments online. If you don't believe me, ask Instagram. Mm. Yes, so Tasha Skanks.
0: Okay. Skanks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: Lady May, all of that has been hilarious. Mm. Lady May is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All of that has been hilarious. Um...
1: Oh, shit, people been waiting for you to sing that. You know that.
3: <sighs> Let's see. What else is going on on Greenleaf? It's just been good. It's just been oh, good. Oh, the,
1: the ovaries. I feel so bad. And shout system. out,
3: the actor, the actress that plays Sophia on Greenleaf mm-hmm. deserves an Emmy for that scene when her mom told her that, well, if, I don't want to spoil it. Fuck it. This is not my fault. You didn't listen. When the mama, you didn't watch. When the mama (laughs) um, told Sophia that she couldn't have kids anymore because they had to take her ovaries. The way she sobbed and broke down in that bed. So real. Ooh, she was acting. I got chills. Yeah. So they literally need to like submit that for Emmy consideration Mm -hmm. at some point in time. Don't disrespect her privacy (laughs) at this point in time.
1: Such a good show. Greenleaf
3: is amazing. Patty Labelle had.
1: Take over, man! <laughs> you got a good church right there. Just take it from him.
3: All of that has been hilarious. So
1: good. It's good. So good. I
3: wish you would watch Ozark.
2: <laughs> Ain't you that would... bottle water? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we got to
1: yes. do to get you to watch Ozark? Did you, what the hell is Ozark?
2: Did you? Did you a like that show? Did you like um, House of Cards before the whole thing went down with Kevin Spacey? No, I used to watch
3: Scandal
1: or Breaking Bad. Oh,
2: Breaking Bad.
1: It's more like that. It's like about
3: breakdancing. <laughs> People that can't break dance is what you say.
1: <laughs> Probably not, It must be about, about
3: all them kids that was in that goth video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Breaking <love> bad. That. <laughs> 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 oh, that's it? That's it. Okay, well, do you guys it's have any... It's ch- actually too much. <laughs> Oh wait, no, we have a black business. Yes, we, we do. We wanted to shout out Miss Ari Lennox. Yes. Actually just um, because I follow her on Instagram. Was it on Instagram that she posted it? Yes, on her Insta stories she posted a t-shirt that has the cover of the whipped cream song. This you know, the album mm-hmm. art. And I was like, Hold up. I was literally gonna message her, like, I need this. T-shirt, and then two seconds she later she posted you. the link. Yeah, so. <laughs> that album
3: cover is so cute. Anyway, it gives you the retro vibes. Like the, that yeah. whole
1: video, I finally watched it after the episode, and it is first of all she's so pretty. Yeah, she's so beautiful, yes. and the guy she was with in the video was cute, and they looked great together. Yes. Great chemistry. That's Ari Lennox, ma baby. <laughs> and I love how she.
2: But she, with two wins, you
1: know she does a fake cigarette in her lives. Uh-huh. The fact she did it in uh-huh. the video was amazing. Hey. I love that she dropped these little tiny references that only her fans would know yes, things like that to me endearing. are super sweet and endearing so i love that but please go to AriLennox.com and click on the shop tab and she has a cap a dad hat that's a denim one and it's tattered and it has a, a bowl of pho on the top it's yep. so cute and then she has a t-shirt which is the album art for whipped cream I bought both. So you guys will see. Right. So I bought both and I'll be rocking that very soon. Be too. Right. But make sure that you guys support, buy her store out. Go ahead and do it so she can be like, What? Yeah, Where'd all these she's people be come so from? Excited. Yeah, like just and just, tell
3: her you the friend zone sent you over there.
1: Right? Just sell her whole shop out and make sure you guys rep it and wear it and tag her. Show her that you're wearing them. Post it.
3: She's going to be so
0: happy.
1: Yeah, it's just show her a ton of love because she, she deserves it. She's such a great artist and needs to be amplified. And yes. that's it for this week's Black Business Highlight of the Week. Do you guys have any church announcements?
2: Not I said the
1: cat. No. Say Not Dustin. this week.
3: Just catch me on Grown Man shit. Keep watching that. Thank you for everybody who has been watching It's it growing and it's doing so well. It's my little baby. Aww. So thank you so You're much for so watching funny. that.
2: Thank you. The
1: one where you were holding the bottle like a little kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of little baby.
1: <laughs> you know what it is about Dustin's humor? Is that he... He taps into the most random everyday things that you don't like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're like the fact that someone else catches that but has probably never spoken about it. Like the fact that you were showing how a kid drinks water. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's exactly how they drink water. But I'm like, if I ever had this conversation,
3: <laughs> that's how they drink
2: water. Because everyone be in the comments
1: off. was like, "Yo, that's exactly how the fuck kids it's drink the water. They, they just be get. stressed. Like it's the yeah. last glass they're ever gonna yeah. get. Like, like it's the first
2: day, it. Like it's the first glass they ever got. It's like, wait, what is going on? Every time it like, makes you want some. You okay. are so funny. I'm so you, happy to you I love with
1: you. this show. I can't wait to see where it takes you. But that's it. Nothing. That's else? it. Okay, well, for me, the only thing that I have, obviously, I will be in, where are we going? To? Charlotte, Charlotte. October 5th. Um, for, as a Friday, make sure you guys get your tickets for that. I know the VIP already sold out. Then after that, we will be in Seattle. I believe that's Saturday the 13th. Make sure you grab your tickets for that. Then after that, I will be in the Dominican Republic, which mm. I'm so excited about. That's for my longer retreat. That's a week long. Cannot wait to see you guys. Wow, already sold friend, out a week long. I know. I can't wait. I, Girl, you've been cooking. I know. You know I'm ready for my tan part, two. Yes. Yeah. Um, And I'm just excited to see you guys and get to spend more quality time, not just the one-day retreat, but the actual week-long retreat. That's where we really end up bonding, becoming besties. So the women who are attending that, I cannot wait to see you.
3: They say you come home with braids <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm
1: dead <laughs> the following weekend we will be in Birmingham, Alabama yes, so it's will. a busy month I'm very excited and not to mention my uh My collaboration with Talkspace will be dropping this month as well. I'll be letting you guys know the date as soon as we finalize what date it's dropping on IGTV. It will be on Sundays at 3 p.m. And we will let you know which Sunday it will be launching on. on, IGTV, the new shit. Right? Fresh, you know, the fresh vertical. So I'm very excited about that. You can still feel free to send in your questions at AskFranAndJarrell, A S K F R A N A-N-D-J-O-R-E-L at gmail.com. We're still sifting through because we still have about one more episode of film. Get your questions in there. Very excited about the next three months. A lot of great stuff happening. And that's it for us. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week.
2: Stay black and protect your magic.
1: Bye.